Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to episode 140 of The China Show. Some of you may know this as ADV Podcast, but that time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of past, you know, the ghost of Christmas past and all that stuff, Scrooge. It's a good segue. Um, yeah, it's uh, kind of a Christmas special today. Yeah, I'd say it is a Christmas special. Other yeah. than the horrible, the horrible main, awful <laughs> main topic that is just full of death and sadness. <laughs> yes. Separated from that. Yeah, separated. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I would say 70% fun, 30% misery. Yeah. Which so, is kind of the China show in a nutshell. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So uh, I guess we should just saunter right into sure. it today with what's new, where we tell you what's new with regards to China and other things. And, um, well, we've got this fantastic poster, by the way, that yeah. somebody on our subreddit made for us. Well, I don't, I don't know if it was... If they made it. They posted it, at least. Well, posted it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> We all know that uh, China likes to put out these scary sort of propaganda to show how how scary the Chinese go. Yes. I mean, sorry, the the U.S. military is. So what they did was they created this picture, which you can see over here, of the U.S. Navy with this like demon aircraft carrier that's I don't know got teeth like a shark, yeah. and this like demon in the clouds and all these guns it's and amazing. planes. It's really cool. So somebody went and actually kind of turned it into an official Navy recruitment <laughs> poster. <laughs> Which I think is kind of clever. I mean, it's too cool to be anti-U.S. propaganda. It's pro-U.S. It's very pro- I want to be on that team. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? It's awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can just hear the eagle screech, For you sure. know? What, what would be like a nas- like a patriotic animal of, of the sea? A shark. I guess a shark. Which is what that aircraft yeah. carrier looks it's like. True. It's true. Yeah. So it'd be like a shark screech. Yeah, sharks go, rawr, don't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Their vocal cords. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, forgot fish yeah, speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Can you explain <laughs> this tattoo? Yeah, so this is not a Chinese person. It's just I included it because it has Chinese on it. Yes. Uh, it says Jia Ting, which honestly, every time I see Chinese tattoos now, it's so hard for me not to laugh. Yeah, uh, because a lot of the time it doesn't make sense. This one does mean family, but yeah. it's it's weird. It's too it's too normal of a word. Yes, you know, does that make sense? Mm. You know, when you, you see the characters jotting, people look look at that symbol. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just a word. Dude. I know it is. It's a bit weird. It's not used in colloquial. That's really no. just like a dictionary. Yeah, it's just like a it's a word, right? Yeah. Anyway, it's the, like if somebody got in English familial structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, well that's said. pretty much how it is. <laughs> like family tree, but yes. there's no tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just says family mm-hmm. tree. Yeah, it's a very like clinical way of saying it. Yeah. yeah. Now, perhaps worse is the tattoo of Lionel Messi here with the World Cup in his hands. I'm going to call him Lionel Massive. Um, it is a bit what, messy, let's be honest. It is a mess. What have they done to him? The perspective of his head <clears throat> versus his hands. What did you say he looked like? A, he looks like a Russian invader. <laughs> like a Russian, like a orc. troll. Yeah. Like orc. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, he does. Yeah. There are, by the way, I'm talking specifically about the invaders, not the nice Russian yeah, people. Yeah, no, the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So since this is, <laughs> since this is a Christmas special, show you some, uh, some Christmas spirit coming out of China here. All right. <laughs> I love that. Can you go back to that? Real yeah, quick? yeah, sure, sure. I'll go back. I love that because, because it's serious. Yeah. If it was just a like an uncle, like a this is a Laban uncle right? yeah, yeah, yeah. in winter attire. Yeah. Uh if it was just him messing around and hitting it around and joking, 
it would be like whatever i wouldn't have included mm -hmm. it but he's dead serious because chinese people have been told uh to reject uh christmas or western holidays in general yeah. So they have these, they actually stage these protests. And I, I, at first I thought this was parody until I saw some of the other protests that have been coming out. Yeah. Uh, from Ais and, and Shushus, who we say like Lauban, like Uncle Laubans and, and some Ais now, this, protesting this, this kind of thing does happen probably every other year or so. Yeah. You see a bit of a yeah. flare up of this. But, you know, from my experience, people in China love to celebrate anything. Yeah. Yeah. And they love to celebrate Christmas. Oh, they yeah. don't, it's not religious. No. They don't go sit and talk about Mary and Jesus no. and some animals in a barn somewhere. Sure. What they do is they go out and they see lovely decorations and they buy stuff and they take part in the sort of capitalist sure. side of Christmas. I mean, the, probably even the majority don't. Well, but I mean, the, they, the but they enjoy it. I'm enjoy saying because yeah. it's there. They, go, it's they there. go to the malls yeah. and it's... For sure. And I remember specifically in 2007, was it? I think it was 2007. I went to Xi'an on Christmas Eve. Did you um, find any wild mushrooms? Or? No, but that was uh, when I was going on the rapist bodyguard thing. Right. And the city was alive. This is Christmas Eve. And it was just people having a massive party. And they were throwing fireworks in the middle of the crowds and stuff, which sure. I thought was a bit irresponsible. Um, remember they threw them at us as we were riding our yes, motorcycle yes, the whole time? I remember that. We were dodging them. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is it's an excuse for especially young people to have a party. Yeah. Just so, like Halloween is in the, in the West. Yeah. Let's be honest. You know, Halloween, people go dress up and get drunk or whatever. Kids enjoy it for their thing, sure. but I'm talking about like young adults. Sure, yeah, yeah. They just go out and, yeah. yeah, exactly. And there's no like religious thing behind it or anything. No. It's just kind of like a go and have fun party, sure. right? That's what Christmas is in China. Yeah. It's just kind of a have fun thing. But every once in a while, because of course it's popular, right? Yeah. Every once in a while, the sort of older government people and the like Laoban's like this guy, they're like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. You know? You must celebrate our Chinese festivals. Sure. Sorry, and those, I got Xi in my eyes. Okay, good. Those Western festivals are no good. And I mean, sometimes it's just people striking out on their own, but sometimes it is a government mandate, you know, and they teach it in yeah, schools. for sure. Like they'll go through initiatives where Xi Jinping will say, okay, now it's time to go back on that thing that I said in Xi Jinping thought that says reject Western holidays or foreign festivals, as they say, yeah. and embrace or only celebrate Chinese holidays. Yes. And it's a real brainwashing campaign that they do make children chant in the schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've actually got, um, yeah. we got some footage of that. Shianta. <laughs> okay, I just want to go back to that because, you know, we both got kids, right? And I know that they learn in school um, about all different holidays. Huh? Including um, Chinese? Yeah, yeah. Chinese, they, they make a big thing out of the Chinese Spring Festival holiday, and they make lanterns yeah. and all that kind of stuff in their little kindergarten classes. Even here, I mean, like, we've had an influx of Chinese immigrants. Yeah. Um, and so they cater to them, and they respect But yeah, tradition. I mean, I remember in South Africa, when I was a little kid, mm. I remember making those paper lanterns. Yeah, I did too. You know? And Actually, that's... I got a book out. I'm going to tell a yeah, quick yeah. story. Sure. I got a book out from uh, the library. It was called Moi Moi. Mm -hmm. And it was about a little girl who celebrates her Chinese heritage or whatever. Yeah. And I thought it was so cool. It made me very interested in, in China. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't finished the book. And then, like towards the end of the book, it teaches you that Moi Moi actually means like little girl, little, little sister. And Moi so Yeah. Oh, it's Moi, Cantonese. Moi Moi in Cantonese, yeah. yeah. And so I told everyone in my class 
I was like, I want my new nickname to be Moy Moy. And so I finished the book and then everyone figured it out and they all made fun of me and called me Moy Moy for a while. Yeah. But anyway, that being it's said, good. that we learned about Chinese culture even in the ni- early 90s. Yeah, mine is in the 80s. In the 80s, right? Yeah. I remember building those lanterns and, you know, the little stick and walking sure. around. So what I'm trying to say is that uh, diversity is kind of celebrated. I mean... In the States, in my kids' school, they learn about all the Mexican stuff too, Mm -hmm. which I have no idea about because I'm not not American. I can't speak Spanish or Mm -hmm. anything. Um, But, you know, they do all that stuff in the class and and everything from all over the world. In China, it's like reject foreign holidays, celebrate only our... Just imagine if that was like that in the States, for instance. You know, anything that's not like American... You know, like Independence Day or, you know, Easter or, you know, Christian sure. type things. Just it's not allowed. Imagine that it teaching brainwashing kids. Sense. So, I mean, you have to take a look at it from that point of view. It's actually a horrible thing to force children to reject it other is. cultures. I mean, think about it. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in, in rural New York, right? Mm-hmm. I know probably just as much about Mexico's holidays as I do about my own culture's holidays because... Yeah. We had Hispanic kids at school, and that's part of the curriculum. Yeah. Now, what the equivalent of China is doing is taking the most popular thing that maybe some of their citizens would be interested in and saying, no, that's not allowed, mm-hmm. and it's bad. Yeah. Imagine saying that to someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's insane. It is. So here we've got a little group of uh, IEs, as we say, aunties and mm-hmm. so on, going around uh, doing their thing where they're like basically going to a shop and forcing them to take down a Christmas tree. <laughs> You see that? Like you pause there. They force this shop owner yes. to take down a Christmas tree, and they're saying, you know, we celebrate Chinese yeah. holidays. So rejecting uh, guo, the Western. What a jungle, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like they're um, just and look at them waving their flags. They're being all patriotic, and you don't want that. Yeah, it means yeah. like only celebrate Chinese holidays. It's a That's good way it. To translate yeah. It, right? Now the thing is, like, if you look at it, it's like you've got a mob of these patriotic people coming around. Right. With their Chinese flags forcing shops to take down Christmas I mean, it's decorations. Yes, ridiculous. Now this does again doesn't represent this. The this is people. not from this year, by the way. This, no, no, this no. footage is from like a couple of years ago. But like we say, it flares up. It does because it, you think it goes away and then they bring it back. Yeah, every time. And then it's like, oh, you start to see the Christmas trees kind of appearing again sure. at the malls and stuff. Then there'll be another government push or yeah. another big interest group, and people go around and do this crap. It's really annoying. It's super annoying. It's like let them have a Christmas tree if they want. They're not they're not preaching religion to you. No. You know what I mean? No. Geez, imagine if like they hung up like lanterns here during Chinese New Year, which they do by the way, mm-hmm. in parks and mm-hmm. at universities and everything. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, you can see celebration of Chinese New Year. They got Chinatowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Just imagine people went around like and they were like smashing them down and like forcing people to take lanterns For down sure. and stuff. It's the same idea. For sure. It's actually a scary thing. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I would hope the world would be working to go against rather I than agree. encouraging like China does. I agree. Mm. So did you fix it or what? I did. I uh, I thought it was not in the holiday spirit. Yeah. So it's Christmas special. Yeah, yeah. So what are we doing about that? It's very simple. And we want you guys to know that we appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, we're so glad you're here with us. And, you know, honestly, we didn't expect this show to become our mainstay. But this is our, this is what we do now. Yeah. Um, it was our side project and is now our full project. We're so happy to have you guys here. Whether it's the holiday season or the middle of summer, we're happy to have you guys uh, on the China show. 
yeah we wish uh, each and every one of you guys a happy holidays doesn't matter what you believe in or what you follow uh, yeah. it's always good to spread kindness throughout the world and uh, what you believe. tolerance probably don't do this though <laughs> and this is uh so there's a huge outbreak right now we're going to cover that yeah yeah it's uh, in china but what's going on is the government this is in hefei in anhui Mm -hmm. uh, they're going around the government. These are those communist uniforms and they put down a med kit and they take a picture. So go back real quick. I think what you need to notice is you, remember we've shown quite a few times how propaganda works is they will take photos of, yeah, you know, that's what I was trying to point out, yeah. yeah, they take photos of, um, like health workers, like struggling or something, yeah. but it's just a show, right? Yeah. What they're doing is they're taking a photo of, um, a health worker dropping off medicine. Yeah. Med kits. But so, you see, that's what the other person is there for, is to take this photo. Yeah, she's photo. blocking her. Yeah, yeah, for propaganda. Um, so they're taking the photo, be like, yep, we dropped it off, but watch what happens. This is uh, on a, like a ring doorbell yeah. kind of version. Yeah. Uh, so she takes, she goes, look, okay, pose to the picture. It's like, uh, pose again, door. another picture. Okay, okay, okay let's go. Oh, one uh, more, that wasn't good enough. Yeah, let's now. get another one. Okay. Okay, moving on. Yep. So they go to the next door and take the photo. Yes, we we took we put med kits on each door. Yeah. Um, I just want you to know. I mean, this is one little slice of life. Mm -hmm. This is really a great analogy for how China works. Yeah. Um, if you, I'm gonna say this later, and it'll have more context. But if you're believing China at this point, or the mm -hmm. Chinese government, I mean, you're actually like really dumb. Yeah. They they've lied about everything since day one. They always do. And yeah. um, it's unfortunate. We don't want them to lie. You know, we we both have a big vested interest in China, always did. But, you know, it's unfortunate that every single time the Chinese government makes a statement, it's usually a contradiction or a lie. Yeah. Andrew Hardesty says three out of 10 needs a long chain of people passing it down the corridor. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> usually what they do. Mm -hmm. Yep. Get more hands on deck. Came across this fantastic... Um, <coughs> This fantastic propaganda the other day. Now, look, when it comes to disabled um, accessibility in China for disabled people, it doesn't exist. No. It just doesn't. Nope. And it's quite a shock because if you go to Hong Kong, you'll see it's everywhere. For sure. It's very well set up for disabled people and, yeah. you know, wheelchair ramps and everything. As soon as you cross into mainland China, it doesn't exist. No. And, um, you know, it's, it's an awful reality that disabled people are... Hidden away if they even exist yeah. most of the time. Because, you know, with a one-child policy, if they detect there's going to be anything wrong with your, your child, um, it's usually aborted. Mm. And something else I found out is that if you do have a disabled child, you are allowed to have another one. Mm -hmm. You know, under well, the one-child one policy. There is no one-child policy. I'm saying, like, yeah, 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 sure. back then, sure. which wasn't long ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, a couple of years ago now. Sure. Um, so when, and I have met disabled people in China, but they're hidden away. Yeah. So you don't see them in public. You nope. don't see them. There's no reason for them to have any accessibility stuff, but of course they want to try and change this image. So here's a fantastic example of that. It, I'd like us to all take a look at this picture. Here you have some bus staff about to push a guy up a ramp into a bus. Yeah. I don't know if anyone can notice the problem though. Does anyone, can someone leave a comment in the, uh, oh, you already, you already figured it out. Yeah. What are you digging for down there, by the way? Some gold. Okay. All right. Um, there is a freaking pole. You want to be off? Oh, you want to blow your nose? You bowing Jowza again? Yep. There's a pole in the way. Okay. So that guy's not going anywhere. I don't see Chinese people. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but seriously, okay. There's a pole, like a, a handrail or whatever you want to call it. That wheelchair cannot go in there. On top of that, that ramp is too steep. 
It's just far too steep. Like it's I not saw it coming, but I won't read it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I can guess. Now yeah, I probably can. Anyway, the thing is, um, this is typical of Chinese propaganda. And look, they post this out there. Yeah. They post it out here, um, and it's just not okay. But it also shows you how blazing they are with this stuff. They're like, okay, we just need to take a photo op for propaganda. There we go. Post it out there. Doesn't matter. You know? Anyway, let's uh, stop. Okay. Yeah. I just, it was good. Yeah, I'm sure it was. No. It's a 5G ramp, by the way. Okay, good. Slippery slope that we're going down here. This guy over here is uh, the next thing that we have to I'm just going to say it. What? I'm going to say what I like, because everyone's just going to jump to the wrong conclusion. Well, what is it? Somebody said, I'm surprised that China doesn't have more disabled infrastructure considering the leader is disabled. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you think you'd put more priority on it, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's, exactly. He's not physically disabled. No, no, really. just mentally. Yeah. Um, guys, take a look at this guy over here. <clears throat> what an interesting character. What? Can you, like, without context, yeah. explain to me what is happening here? What are those eyebrows? Yeah, we'll get into that. But this guy is, um, believe it or not, telling a bedtime story to a little child. Okay, before we get into this, I got to do some some sh uh, housekeeping. Sure. This was truly shocking to me when you found this. Mm -hmm. When you sh you found a whole propaganda campaign that sp uh, spans from 2017 to like 2021. Yeah, 2020, with 2021 with this guy. Okay. Yeah. He's still ongoing. It's still, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's the, last, that's the last clip we saw. Yeah. So there was a good chunk that they used this guy yeah. to be a shill. Yeah. I'm talking about China Daily, which yes. is the one of the biggest, the biggest news outlets, state media outlets in China. Yeah. Okay. It's big. And when you found this, I was blown away at how disturbing and weird and tone deaf and effed up this was yeah. so what the you know the very basic gist is he's going to be telling bedtime stories to his daughter about china's belt and road initiative yeah and be okay? before we even get to that we've got him telling um his daughter about like the environmental progress sure now but i'm i was really disturbed that mm -hmm. he brought his child into mm -hmm. state media propaganda yeah. which is just really weird and kind of gross to yeah, me. Yeah. So I, I censored her out of the entire yeah. thing. It took me forever. Yeah. Um, but I censored her out of the whole thing because I don't even know it's publicly available and it's on YouTube for God's sake. We got to be the better. Day. We got to be the better people. It, you don't do that. Like, yeah. that's just weird. Don't, yeah. don't sponsor your child to be on state media. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we took her out. Yeah. Basically, here's it's the gist of it. Right. Yeah. Chinese state media is always looking for foreigners to use in their propaganda campaign. Sure. Okay? Because mm. as we've discussed many times in the past, and you probably know by now, it's an unfortunate situation in China that the word of a foreigner counts a lot more than the word of a local person. Even if the local Chinese person is like a PhD, doctorate, or whatever, and you just have some random foreigner who didn't even graduate from kindergarten, yeah. people will pay attention to what the foreigner has to say more. Sure. Okay, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And this goes for the government and the local population. And so this is why you get the whole white monkey job thing in the first place. Now, this guy went over to work for um, People's Daily, mm. ended up staying in Beijing. Oh, I thought it was China Daily. Oh, sorry, China Daily. Yeah, what okay. am I saying? Yeah. I always get confused sure. between the... They're the same thing. Yeah, yes yeah. and no. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're both like state media. Yeah. So he went over to go and work for state media, stayed in Beijing, had a kid in Beijing. And uh, so... 
yeah. <laughs> so what they've done, we're going to call him Bob. This yeah, is his name's Bob. Name. You'll see. Um, but basically, so what they've done is they're like, this is great. We've got a foreigner that works for us who has a kid. So mm-hmm. let's use him and his kid for state propaganda. Yeah. So we thought we'd show you a little bit just to show you how out of touch. Dude, it's, it's so bad. Yeah. So, I mean, without further ado, let's play some of the stuff and we'll, we'll explain it as it goes along. Let's get us into the corner here. Um, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> this is just proof China state controlled media. Yeah. So it's China Daily. Um, China Daily's Belt and Road Bedtime Stories. I mean, that is so weird. <laughs> it's super weird. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, so as you can say, he explains to his five-year-old daughter, okay, right, all this nonsense, yeah. We did take her name out. Um, we've taken her name out and her image out, like we yeah. said, because we don't believe in this. We should not be exploiting children like this no. for propaganda. No. Um, but anyway. It's not her fault. Oh, Oh, this is we'll a little, no, yeah, we'll back. come back to that. We'll come back to that. We've got to get straight into this dude, this weird dude. Come on. Where is it? It's after this next, next slide. I don't know why that came in there. Yeah, that's in the wrong. We'll get back okay, to that guy. Good, okay. There you go. So here's, here's a little sample. Let's take a look. Hey, Lily. So the next part of your class assignment is about China's environmental protection, right? Right. Well, the government has done a lot in the past five years to ensure sustainable development. What's sustainable mean? That means helping the economy grow without harming the environment. You mean making more stuff, more jobs, more money without making more pollution. Exactly. I know the skies have been getting better in Beijing. I can see it on my window day by day. That's right. We can watch the sunset over the mountains out of our window. And- yeah, okay. I Where's just. The First of all, isn't that kind of <laughs> sad that your kid has to be, oh, the pollution's getting better out of my window? I mean, but. Yeah, you shouldn't have to say that. Then he lies about watching the sunset behind the mountains because. There's no mountain. It's just I pollution. S- I see no mountains. I see a lot of pollution. The sun went behind a building. <laughs> and there's a line of pollution. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> it's awful. Anyway, let's uh, continue. And the city's economy is getting better at the same time. So we can watch some videos of some interviews my colleagues did with some experts to learn more. Yeah. Okay. The government somehow has managed to take action. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, this, you're a five-year-old kid and your dad comes to you. It's like, hey, we're talking about the environment or something. How about some interviews with my colleagues? And there's some dry-ass Daddy, old man. Daddy, I want to I go outside and play. Hold on. Let's first talk about sustainability. This is what my colleague said. And he whips out an iPad. Yeah. And he watches this dry-ass old man interview. Dude, what does a five-year-old kid want to learn from Edwin Mayer, former anchor of China Global TV Network? This Who the old... hell is that anyway? He looks like a piece of jerky. You and know his, what this his, is? His speech is just as dry as a piece of jerky. Okay? <laughs> you know what this is? What, what? It's a reason or an excuse to, like, pat people on the back and get their title up on the screen. So you yeah. like, I was featured on blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, I love how he busts this out. Yeah, okay, so let's let's just look at what he said there again. So, I, I don't know why he just suddenly comes into this, by the way. It's like, oh, it's just, we can see the sunset. That. No, <laughs> this this is completely uncut. The only changes we made were blurring out her face. Sure. Okay, so <clears throat> we can watch some videos of interviews. So we can watch some videos of some interviews my colleagues. My colleagues did with some experts to learn more. 
Dude, no five-year-old kid wants to know what her dad's colleagues at work talked about sustainability and like economic bullshit. Experts to learn more. Okay. The government somehow has managed to take action, which has closed a lot of these uh, heavily polluting industries down. And she, she's obviously like really what, gross. She's not gonna understand this yeah. shit. No. No. What are you showing your kid this? Exactly. It's not even like, they're not even like a graph. You'd expect like, okay, let's watch a video. And it's like, did you know China is getting better? Yeah, better means It could means be like good. a ca- cartoon factory or yeah. something that like hops Bye-bye. Fact- factories make your toys. They are bye-bye. You yeah. Know, like that. Yeah, yeah. For a little kid. But no, it's some dry-ass jerky man. You know what I mean? Join yeah. sustainability is getting better <laughs> every day. Wait, we got to hear. Like, it's yeah, fascinating. Sorry. This is how you talk to a little child. From the capital... And in the past year, I've noticed the air has become much clearer, much easier to breathe. It's a basic requirement for all of us to enjoy uh, our daily lives, to know that the children we're bringing up uh, will have healthy lungs as they continue to develop. All right. Let's watch another one. <laughs> no way! Yeah. It was... <laughs> it's not fair, this poor kid! This poor kid! Wait, so he... Loads one into the chamber. Yeah, yeah. Pulls it up. It's dry jerky, man. Yeah. He's like, well, the air's getting cleaner because the factories are closing. And you're like, shit, thank God that's over. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right. Let's watch his. You you do his actions perfectly. He's so (laughs) awkward. Yeah, yeah, you gotta a get weirdo. Your I gotta get yeah, your I don't even know how that. We'll talk about I don't even that have later. Eyebrows. I can't yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never seen eyebrows like this on anyone. <laughs> never, <laughs> like another one. <laughs> All right, let's watch another one. Okay, guys, it's fascinating, right? This <laughs> poor kid. Say, make him say that. Okay, yeah, let's go back. Just I love that. That segue. cut. Yeah, yeah, there we from go. This. Yeah. They continue to develop. All right, let's watch another one. <laughs> Next five years. Things going to develop further as they are now. What? It's even wrong English. This poor girl. Probably environmental issues will get resolved to some extent. He said nothing. <laughs> it was like it was like probably, he wasn't even sure. Yeah, probably some environmental issues will be resolved to some extent. What does that even mean? That's yes. nothing. It's like to- saying nothing. No. Anyway. The people's life quality will increase. So, Lily, what did we learn today? (laughs) I learned how China is protecting its environment, how the government is closing polluting factories, and how it's developing sustainably over the past five years. Me too. I'm happy you can grow up healthier in a better Beijing. Me too. I love this quote coming out. Okay. This is my highlight. Okay, this is your highlight? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Mm. 有可能我长大后，我能帮助世界保护环境。中国给人机会，any Chinese dream is possible for anyone. Pause that. Pause that on there. I just okay. love that quote. What that quote? Any Chinese dream is possible for anyone. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's the most xenophobic ass place I've ever been. I know it's terrible. Try you. You cannot immigrate to China. No. What is a Chinese dream? Moderate, moderate prosperity. prosperity. I what guess a, in a in a way, you <laughs> what know. What a great lesson to teach. I can afford children. a Big Mac, therefore yeah, yeah. I've achieved my Chinese mm. dream. Mm. I guess that's really what it's You can afford a Big Mac sometimes. Yes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Moderate prosperity. Moderate you know prosperity. what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um I was racking my brain as to where I'd seen those eyebrows before. 
Right. Right? And I kind of, I think I figured it out. Anyone. So next, let's look at the next topic for your class report. How China's role yes. in the world has changed over the past five years. Okay, Papa. So here they are, bro. The next part of your class assignment is about China's environmental protection, right? It's exactly Cruella Deville. It it really is Cruella Deville. It's He's just a male version of Cruella Deville. Yeah, except <laughs> with like wicked weird hair. Yeah, yeah. Somehow Cruella Deville's hair is more normal. Yeah, I think that the problem is in China you get you get disconnected. <clears throat> yeah, I because think, yeah. you're like oh far far enough how shy, but you look awful. You know, so you're just like, okay, I'm doing things right. You know, you never try to self-improve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, he. What we learned is he he got some. Uh, it was 05. He got the government Chinese government award for like friendship of humanity or some crap, mm. right? This is back when China was just. You know, if you were a foreigner in 05, that was rare in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I there, just there got there many. beginning of 06. Yeah, you know how it is. It mm. was even rare when I went in 08, right? Yeah. So like 05, you think about it, like you get some meaningless award from the government. And back home, you never got anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you're like, "Wow, this is the this is the future," right? I mean, you understand why people throw everything at it when they yeah. when they get some recognition like that. Yeah. But it's okay, here's here's the the now this is just so creepy. Look, there's a reason that this we weird. we blurred her face out is because this is just inappropriate. We think. Um, yeah, like state media in your kid's bedroom. State media um, filming little girl in a bed with her dad telling her so-called bedtime stories. But we thought we'd have to show you what these bedtime stories are all about. Yeah, it's the most fascinating thing for a kid to learn. Now, these ones, we um, cut some of the stuff out because it's very prolonged and boring yeah, and dry. Yeah, sure. Because it's about the Belt and Road Initiative, which is super boring. Right. But anyway, let's just take a quick look at what's going on here, shall we? Time for bed, sweetie. Okay, Papa. Now, Bob's going to be gone. I'll miss you. Oh, so his name's Bob. <laughs> yeah, it's Bob's. Okay. But wait, wait, wait. So, okay, this is this is kind of okay. Yeah. He's going to be what? gone for a few days this month. I'll miss you. Why? I'm going to attend a forum in Beijing on the Belt and Road Initiative. What's that? Okay. He's like, <laughs> He's yes. like chuffed. He's so pumped. He gets to tell the story. Yes. Once upon a time, several routes led from China through Central Asia to Europe. It was called Silk Road. What does that have to do with the forum? Well, a few years ago, China's president, Xi Jinping, proposed making new routes like the old routes, but even bigger. It's called the Belt and Road Initiative. More stuff can move around the world more easily. How many countries? Over a hundred support it, and they've signed 50 agreements. That's a lot of fun Yes. And they want to increase globalization. Globalization? What's that? You know, that's that's what a kid, every kid wants to learn as a bedtime story is to learn about globalization, globalization and Chinese government initiatives by President Xi Jinping. Who uh, who thought this was a good idea? I don't know. I mean, I truly don't know. You know, my my kids recently turned three so she's three you've got kids in this age yeah, yeah, range sure. yeah. right this is the last thing you want to tell your kid as a bit as a bedtime story let's be honest why would you want to do that why would you i wouldn't ever, tell them ever, anything ever about any that. government initiative no. i tell them a, a story they want to learn about like winnie the pooh or some yeah, adventure whatever. thing or even like old the old school yeah like, like hansel and gretel i don't yeah. know just any, anything three little pigs actually I, I like to tell my kids this story. It's like the scorpion crosses this river and the frog rides his back. <laughs> you or... know you know who they should get in to tell this girl <laughs> bedtime stories instead of this weird dude? Ooh. 
puff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, Goldilocks. That's right. Because, I mean, at least with him, you know, you get some semblance of a bedtime story. It's completely wrong and mixed up. Yeah, but it's like but it's got not... elements of, like, a uh, child's story. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just like, hey, Belt and Road Initiative. Yeah. But, I mean, the, let's just see. Does this get any worse? That's where people from different parts of the world cooperate more. They buy and sell things to each other, and they visit and even live in each other's countries. Like we live in China? Exactly. Globalization is why you were born here. But well, why does globalization It's good for people. We lead happier lives when we cooperate. That's why countries want to join the Belt and Road. And that's why they're holding a forum in Beijing, so more people can understand it. I see. So the countries on the Angel Road want to join? Yes, but not just them. Who else? Okay, kiddo. It's late. So I'll tell you tomorrow, okay? Okay, Baba. I'm finished. Time for bed, kiddo. Did you Should cut I... that? No, that's that's <laughs> how it is. It's that's, the song doesn't match his fingers in the ukulele. No, but nothing really does match. You'll also notice, like, we've blurred out the girl's face, but a lot of her lines are dubbed over because yeah, she obviously yeah, had sure. she made a for mistake sure. and they made her like repeat it. But Which one, um, can you blame her? No, she has to learn all these complicated <laughs> globalization Belt and Road Initiative forum words. Who serenades their kid with like a? Like a Mediterranean funeral dirt. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> There's something very that? strange about this whole scene. Okay, he just sits there playing, and he's like, "Okay, time <laughs> okay, for bed." Time but wait, bed. It, it gets it gets better. Let's just play that. Time for bed, kiddo. Sorry, <laughs> time. Ah, yes. So you see, he <laughs> had the globe. He just he had, had it the there. globe like in his pocket. Yeah, it's like, oh, time for bed, kiddo. It's yeah. like story time. Ah, yes, yes. globe. <laughs> Let's talk about globalization and the Belt and Road oh, Initiative. That's God. what I was waiting for. You know what I mean? This guy's a psycho. Why would you do this to your kid? Oh, boy. Anyway. The route went from here to here. And the ancient sea route went from here to here. But you see, countries like the UK... Bro has stickers. Bro has yeah. stickers on hand. And He's ruining her globe. New Zealand yeah. and Argentina and Chile are part of the new initiative. People on this side of the planet didn't even know that the other side existed. I'm just like thinking like initiative is not the kind of vocabulary that a young girl is going to have. Initiative. Yes. They're part of the initiative. Countries like Chile and... You know what would probably you know? help? What? If he showed her some videos of his colleagues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get some dry ass, like, goat, roast goat dude to sit there and be like, oh, this is being, like, seriously. Well, I guess to some extent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's see. Does this go anywhere? Back with the ancient Silk Road. Wow. So it really is like globalization, like all around the world. Yes, but you know, some countries are moving away from globalization. Ooh, bad. Ooh. You, you know what? I, it was too long, but I cut out a part, a part where she asked, like, what about, a, you know, like, we're, like I'm American in Beijing. Right. And then he's like, yes, but America hasn't chosen to join the Belt and Road oh, Initiative. Yeah, and he was like, that's why other countries are stepping up and doing it better, uh, that kind of thing. Nice. Real piece of work, this guy. Anyway, let's, let's continue. So the Belt and Road is an opportunity to move globalization forward, especially since a lot of spelled building infrastructure. 
revenue for like cars and planes and trains and stuff? Yes. So where do they get the money to build all that? That's a good question, but a big one. I'll tell you tomorrow, okay? Okay. Hey, Lily. So, you remember your question last night about how they'll pay for the Belt and Road? God, yeah. they just keep going with this? How many parts is this? Well, I mean, first of all, this is all a lie because if you look, it's not taking place over a span of a couple of days because they were in the same clothes. Yeah, true, true. Unless he's a dirty bastard <laughs> and he makes sure that his entire family yeah. never washes their clothes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he just does it. He's a tear gongji, you know, he's like, he's like, you only get one pair of clothes, yeah. you know, and that's it. Yeah. Look, so, at, look at Bob. Can, can you just imagine that your dad's harassing you with this Belt and Road <laughs> shit every night? Seriously, it would piss me off. Your little kid with your, uh, like, horrendous monkey, whatever that thing is with a fool written on it and an apple, yeah. lucky apple mon monkey over there, give you nightmares, yeah. right? And your dad keeps coming into your room to push, like, government initiatives on you. Yeah. Not cool. Anyway, let's see how he explains this. I'm sure he's got a good explanation as to where the money comes from, For right? sure. Let's see. Yes! So, it's kind of like your piggy bank. How? Okay. Who puts money in your piggy bank? Me. And who takes it out? Me. Anybody else? No. Right. But this is a bank where a lot of countries can put money in and take it out. But how do they get more money? The things they build. Cooperation makes more. So, you have a piggy bank. The Belt and Road Initiative has created a big bank that everyone can put in and take out of. The money inside becomes more because they build new things that help all the countries make more money to share. That's a good idea. It is. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I kind of get where, where he's going with the whole piggy bank thing, but it's a bad analogy. Like, even for me, I have to think about, like, how, wh what is he even trying to say here? You know what it is? It's a bad topic. It's a very bad topic, but I like how she's like, that's a good idea. And he's like, it is. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? This guy's the way. most awkward man. I mean, he is incredibly <laughs> awkward. I really weird. hope that he's not like this all the time with his kid. But you know what? There's tons of propaganda videos with him and his kid. We'll be covering them in the oh, future. Gosh. And it does seem like he's naturally this bad with his kid. I just don't like that he, he, he accepted this. Sure. Don't do that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, stop. Yeah, it is. But I, I mean, anyway, let's do this Make again. Make more money to share. That's a good idea. It is. But we have to let the world know why. That's why Bob is going to this forum. It is. I hope other people understand like me. So do I. That's why Bob is going to this forum. We'll spend extra time together after the forum, okay? Yay! Lights out, you two. Will you tell me stories about the Belts of Road after the forum, Peppa? Of course. <laughs> Bob is weird, dude. This this is a weird man. Oh, that's a, a weird man. Weird man. You know, I'm just uh, I'm sorry to say, but you know, he creeps me out. He's a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like you know, wow, that's a little too much for me. You, you know, we've got people like Rick and stuff. Well, we does, can Rick, clown does he think he's good? You think? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I, probably. Wow, so good. Yeah, he definitely did. My, my thing is, like, somebody like Rick, you can clown on him or yeah, whatever, yeah, but, sure. you know, well, he's pretty harmless. This guy, on the other hand, is a bit off-putting. There's something about him. Well, you know, China picks off-putting people because 
there's not much choice left. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. This, this is the prerequisites. Yeah. You have to be a foreigner in China. That gets rid of 99% of people in the world. Yeah. You have to be willing to do Chinese propaganda in the face of all China's bad, rightfully you know, justified bad press. Yeah. That wipes off another, like, let's say, 80% of the foreigners in China, right? Mm-hmm. So you have this tiny little pool of people that are willing to sell their soul and get their family involved mm. to promote this evil, really effed up government that's committing genocide and ruining the world. And then say, on behalf of the Chinese government, say the opposite of reality yeah. in using your family to do so. Really messed up. Yeah. You know? I, I get it. But, you know, like, for instance, these Belt and Road videos were done in 2017. Sure. <clears throat> that's, I mean... It it did. It yeah. continued all the way up. He's still making them. Yeah. He still makes, um, you know, he does things about the two sessions and stuff. He's still an active propagandist. But the fact of the matter is I could maybe forgive him for not really, you know, back then it wasn't so yeah, prominent, sure, like all sure. the, the genocide uh, accusations and all yeah. that. I mean, they were there, but it wasn't as prominent. It wasn't as, as yeah. bad. Yeah. But I do think that involving your little kid in Chinese right. state propaganda is a bit much. Don't do that. And it's Just ridiculous. It also shows you how tone deaf... Um, this is China Daily, right? Yeah. Shows you how tone deaf. Actually, we've got more from China Daily. They later. are a treasure super, trove. Yeah. So they're super tone deaf. Like, yeah. who would have thought this was a good idea? I'm, I would like to ask yeah. our audience. Yeah. Do you think this was a good idea to have Belt and Road Initiative bedtime, bedtime stories? stories? I mean, who came up with that? Do you think it's a good idea? Would this turn you, like, would this help you? Um, because I guess it's trying to infantilize the audience as well. They're yeah. like, everyone's a dumb little child, so yeah. we have to explain it like a little child. You know why? Because the Belt and Road Initiative is a mess. It's a nonsense it's mess. absolute rubbish. And so I guess it is difficult to understand because it's just rubbish. <laughs> it's so they try to dumb it down, right? Let me tell you about debt traps. You know what yeah. debt traps are? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you anyway. want to know what trillions of dollars failed down the toilet looks like? Yeah, yeah, this is what it looks like. <laughs> you know how to turn global opinion completely against you? Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you how Xi Jinping did it. Yeah, exactly. Wow, so that was um, not so good. <laughs> Bro, um, no, it wasn't. Don't yeah. click, wow, that's so good because yeah, you'll see something right, right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's not good. What we're going to do now, guys, we're going to move into our main segment. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be a bit dour, unfortunately, but we have to do it. It's our responsibility. So, soft power hour, guys, and this is where we talk about how China's trying to change your mind through various means and uh, ways and so on, and specifically now with the COVID restrictions lifted like that ripped off just ripped off ripped off the band-aid yeah they're now trying to pretend to everybody that it's a good thing and no one's really in trouble yeah so before we get into this what i want to do is the reason (laughs) that we're going to cover this is because what you won't get elsewhere is probably kind of the reasoning as to why china's doing what it's doing yeah currently (laughs) just a real quick synopsis before we dive into it the Chinese government it wants to brag now yeah. about how many cases it has. It yes. wants it's a government initiative right now to say yes, we are getting upwards of thirty million plus cases per day. Yeah, they're, they're bragging about that at a state yes. level yeah. to the people, while simultaneously saying, but there's only a handful of people dead. Yeah, you know, in Beijing they've they've claimed seven, right? There is an initiative right now to make people not report things. They've changed the definition of what means it means to be a COVID death. Yeah. And it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. You know, here's the interesting thing that I've found. Is that before they ripped the Band-Aid off, the government's stance was, we cannot abandon zero COVID, otherwise, you know, millions of people will die. That was their whole thing. And all the foreign shills and all the shills, all the propagandists were towing the same line. Mm -hmm. They were like, 
if we get rid of zero COVID, millions of people are going to die. Because the government initiative said we will never abandon yeah, zero COVID. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Now that they ripped the Band-Aid off, which was the wrong thing to do, rather than like slowly yeah. and making sure... Look, they've had three years to get the elderly yeah. people vaccinated. Those are the people that are dying. And, and to slowly roll something out of opening yeah. up. Right? Yeah, exactly. They've had three years, more than three years yeah. to do it, and they didn't. They just kind of put the lockdowns in place and they stuck with it and then they just let it go. They just abandoned it, right? So it's a big mistake on their point, on their part, rather than doing it responsibly, mm. you know? Anyway, um, now that we're seeing the them lift off this uh, the restrictions, we actually are seeing a lot of deaths, mm. okay? And it's probably going to come true that a million plus people are going to die. But now the state is saying, no, we've got very few deaths, and so are the propagandists. And this is the annoying part, right? Say you are a Chinese state propagandist, okay, and you're just one of those guys, a shill, and you're like, millions of people are going to die, or a million people are going to die, or whatever. Why not stick to your guns? Yeah. Why do you always have to follow the, the Chinese government like a freaking puppy day, dog? One day you yeah. say, no, we can't do this. A million Chinese people are going to die. You're evil if you say that China should lift zero COVID. The next day they lift it, all these people start dying. And then they go, uh, no, they're not dying. It was good that they yeah, lifted it. Yeah, no, and, and the, the government has realized that it's yeah, not uh, dangerous. So we've Leave it to the experts. Yeah, exactly. So we've seen a flip-flop on, of course, the Chinese government and, of course, all of its supporters. And this for everyone should be a clear indication as to where um, these people's loyalties lie. And it also should be a clear indication as to the truth doesn't matter in China. No. It doesn't. No. Only, the only thing that matters is the government narrative. Yes. So let's, um, let's go through a couple of things, okay? So uh, start us over here. This is a very, very, very conservative estimate here. Yeah. China's likely seeing a million COVID cases per day, right? Mm -hmm. 5,000 deaths per day. Now, I just want you guys to have some perspective. Beijing is saying seven, seven. total. Seven total. Mm -hmm. Okay. Seven total, whereas real figures are showing at least about 5,000 deaths per day. Mm -hmm. The crematoriums are full. Yep. The hospitals are pouring out into the parking lot. There's no medicine left, and it's absolute chaos. Yeah. Oh, it is. Let's go through it a little bit. Um, now, remember, this is a very good example because when the whole pandemic started mm -hmm. it was the same yeah remember yeah. if you look at the graphs there's like a couple of deaths and then it suddenly flatlines yeah remember yeah it was it's a joke it's an absolute joke they were like no people aren't dying but we remember the reports from back then the, the crematoriums yeah. going 24 7 yep. and you could see it because of thermal cameras yep. and stuff it really was happening these days all it's those, hard to lie yeah all of those funeral pots and stuff yep. and all of the, the things i mean there was proof all the like millions of people's cell phone um, subscriptions that weren't renewed, for yeah. instance, it was pretty obvious that they were experiencing there something. They were experiencing a lot of deaths. Yeah. Okay, but they didn't report them, right. and they reported them as something else. Oh, died of pneumonia, or died of complications, yeah. or whatever else. It's not COVID-related, is what they were saying. But yeah. obviously, it was. Sure. So they've just gone back to that playbook. Yeah. Okay. Now, what we, you see here is some um, footage from a crematorium where they don't have enough space for, um, you know, to store the bodies. They just got them lying on the floor here. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is one of many of these clips that we've seen coming out of China. Now, CNN did a very good piece on it this morning. So we thought we'd go through it with you guys. We don't normally, um, you know, rely on mainstream media, but it was good. It was, it was better than what we saw. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it's, it's a very good piece. So... Um, let's take a quick look at this, and like I said, we'll go through it together. Can't go fast enough. The smoke behind me, it's been billowing constantly. 
Sweden By the way, yeah, work. she does great work. She's a journalist in Beijing, mm-hmm. and she's often the target of all the shills and um, so on and so forth. But she's, she, she's very good. Journalist. Very good on the on the ground journalist in Beijing. So let's let's see what's going on. From all the bodies that are burning, and these crates over here, they're all full of yellow body bags. Workers later opened those metal containers here at a major Beijing crematorium, revealing rows of body bags as they load more coffins in the freezing cold temperatures. Crematoriums in major cities are swamped as COVID sweeps through the country, but China has only reported a small handful of COVID deaths since reopening late last month. I spoke to a man earlier who said that his close friend passed away from a fever. Normally, the hospital would hold the body, but the hospital told him that there were too many dead bodies. He said he's been waiting here for hours, and he still has no idea if his friend's body can even get cremated today. There is a long line of cars that snakes around this whole area, waiting to get into that cremation area. I'm in the parking lot right now, and it's completely full of cars. I'm speaking here because there are many, many security guards patrolling this entire area. Grieving family members clutch photos of the deceased. Some tell us off camera they know their loved ones died from COVID and have waited for more than a day for cremation. Busy shops nearby sell funerary items with paper money, clothes, houses, and animals used in burial traditions strewn on the side of the road. I just want to say, um, Mm -hmm. you know, juxtaposition here. When Beijing is claiming seven deaths and CNN gets a journalist to go rogue yep. inside of one, one place. And we're talking about the whole country that's getting COVID right now, right? Mm-hmm. Tons of vulnerable, pe- vulnerable people without immunities, without vaccination, plus uh, no access to the Western you know, mRNA vaccination. The, the one that works. Xi Jinping said, no, we yeah. won't have that. Isn't that? He didn't care about his own people. No, of course not. They pushed the Sinovac, which was, yeah. you know... A little bit, it was slightly effective against the first strain, but not Omicron. It's like completely useless. It's like, may as well just drink water. You need three doses to have any effect, pretty much. Anyway, uh, that that aside, um, I just want people to understand that when Beijing is claiming there's been seven deaths and CNN goes to one little... One little crematorium and it's overflowed. Yeah, you imagine you got to think about 1.4 billion people scale at that moment. Sure. Scale that up, mm-hmm. right? Think about that. Yeah, and also apparently there's moderate rain in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, right watch now. out for that moderate rain. I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you exactly. Why. We have moderate cold. It's like 14 degrees out mm-hmm. right now Fahrenheit. Anyway, um, what's kind of clever is the fact that they are have interviewed people that sell funerary items because that's a good indicator as to what's going on, right? Yeah. So a woman who sells flowers. I think, hold on. That's one yeah. thing I wanted to point out. We we looked at all the coverage. Yeah. And we have anecdotes like videos from people sending. Oh, we us. got people sending us messages from within China yes. that their elderly grandparents or whatever yep. have passed away and that, that like it's pretty bad. They're not allowed to report if they've got COVID. They've yep. been told. This is why I thought, and this mm-hmm. is why we don't usually do this. So this is why I wanted to hone in on this Selena Wong report mm-hmm. because instead of saying, okay, we couldn't get Beijing to give us official figures. What they did was very clever. They hopped around rogue style and mm-hmm. went to places where you said, they're selling fun- funeral items. Yeah. Where they're selling like paper houses to burn, where they're going to the crematorium. So the places that are not going to be official figures, but things that indicate something weird is happening. That was oh, yeah. good journalism. And I was looking into it. There's been a, a spike in funeral services and yeah. all this kind of stuff, like a massive spike, like yeah. overnight. Yeah. And you, you can't explain that away with like, oh, you know, people just getting a cold or no. whatever. You know, this is absolutely linked to everybody yes. in the entire country yes. catching COVID all at once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Anyway. As she's running out of stock, a man selling urns says business has jumped. Even the convenience store and the crematorium grounds is getting busier. Normally you aren't so busy, right? I ask. The man nods and tells me that normally there's nobody here. And it's not just in Beijing. Social media video shows crowded crematoriums and funeral homes around the country. At this funeral home in Jinan, the man is saying it's going insane. Here it is packed with cars. Fans carrying bodies stretch all the way into the distance in front of this crematorium in Sijiazhuang. This is a COVID-designated hospital in Beijing. There's been a steady stream of elderly patients in wheelchairs being led into this hospital. I spoke to a man who's been waiting outside for his elderly family member, who he said is very sick with a high fever from COVID. But he said this hospital is running out of bed space. I asked the worker outside of this hospital, did a lot of people die here? Yes, every day, he responds. I ask, is it all because of COVID? Yes, people with underlying conditions, he says. China is now going through the painful reopening the rest of the world has already gone through, but it's not sharing the same data. The government now says it's narrowing the definition of COVID-19 deaths only to patients who died of respiratory failure directly caused by the virus. People, you, you see, that's actually a very important point. Very. So only if you die of a respiratory illness directly caused by the virus do you die. So like, let's say you you have an underlying problem, like you already are a diabetic or yeah, whatever the case. Yeah, you have something, and then you get COVID and it just kills you. They're like, that's not a COVID death. Yeah. No. Which is stupid. Yeah. It's kind of like someone's sick and you shoot them in the head and they're like, oh, he died of his sickness, not of a yeah, gunshot. That's correct. You know what I mean? It's good so this is what China does to bring the numbers down, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what they were doing in the beginning of the, the outbreak as well. Right. Once again, we can catch them lying about stuff, the Chinese government. Sure. And it's to the detriment of everybody in China and the world. Yeah. Because it downplays serious problems. Conservative estimates, again, yeah. 5,000 deaths per day. Yeah. Conservative. Conservative, yeah. Seven total from Beijing. And yeah. Just got to keep drilling that home. How is it that they can say there's only seven deaths? We've, we saw more body bags in this Bro, video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in one, one in place. one container. They opened one container. There's about like eight to 10 right. people in one container. And they it's were like, like containers everywhere. Yeah. And lying on the floor and stuff. But only seven deaths. Give me a break. We've had more than seven reports of just people that reached out to us. Yeah, people that that's we know. That's a joke. Yeah. What a joke. I yeah. mean, that's like Kim Jong-il hitting 19 shots for an 18-hole course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. We spoke to at the crematoriums may have said their loved ones died of COVID, but their deaths and so many others won't be counted in the official tally. So, um, you know, that's the thing. It's so disingenuous. Yeah. How are you supposed to um, prevent things like this from happening? How are you supposed to um, analyze the data? How are you supposed to prepare if the data's wrong, if they just cannot admit? You know, China's harped on for the longest time about like, ha-ha, literally laughing at the United States. Look, a million people died in the United States. That's why our zero COVID is so good. They yeah. laugh at that shit. They've been throwing it out it's there the in articles. State media. State media. It. That's because the United States has been honest mm. about how many people have died. And it shows you just how serious it was. Yeah. You know, 
and it's something that should be done by all countries, especially where the pandemic originated yes. from in the first place. Yes. If they're honest, if they were honest with the amount of people that were dying right in the beginning, people would have taken this way more seriously than they did. Yeah, for sure. The whole world would have been like, holy shit, look at this thing ravaging China, killing so many people. 100%. You know, let's shore up, let's make sure. But because they were like, ah, a couple of people died, the rest of the world's like, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. And it just it ravaged the world. It did. So it's bad. It's irresponsible. So what was the uh, U.S. ambassador's response? Well, he said, um, <clears throat> all of us in U.S. Mission China express deep sympathies for those affected in China due to the spread of COVID-19. Our embassy and consulate teams have also been affected. We support those suffering from the virus and those who have lost loved ones. I'd say that's a nice state response. That's diplomacy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, at the end of the day... I'm sure he personally believes that too. It's not just a di diplomatic no, thing. Of course. Same and, as us. Yeah, and that's something that I hope everybody understands is that this suffering that's going on in China right now is heart-wrenching. It affects it affects us personally because our families are in China. You know, my my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, and you know, everybody else. My friends. My friends, they're currently under this situation and it's awful. It's heartbreaking. And it's worrying and it's scary for a lot of people, especially elderly people. Like my my, my wife's grandmother is mm -hmm. vulnerable to this and they're terrified that something's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's it's a big worry. Yeah. And we wish mm -hmm. nothing but the best for the people that are currently suffering um, mm -hmm. in China from this. Mm -hmm. And we hope, we just hope that this um, isn't as bad as we suspect it is. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, the Chinese government and Chinese state media and the pundits and the people that work for Chinese state media do not have the same compassion and feeling of um, goodwill towards the rest of the world, as we will find out um, over here. Let's first of all talk about the China Daily, okay? This is the same bedtime story bullshit That's state actually media. part of the reason we showed that. Yeah. Is to get you wet your whistle a little bit. This is Chinese state media. What does it do? Well, it is owned by the the central propaganda department of the Chinese Communist Party. Oh, interesting. So it serves a very clear purpose. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. Um, what does it say? You can read the editorial con um, control. What's that sure. about? Sure. It says, uh, scholars have described China Daily as effectively controlled by the central propaganda department of the uh, com Chinese Communist Party. Uh, Ideologically? Ideolo uh, so it's very far away. Yeah. Ideologically, it tends to adopt similar perspectives to the People's Daily. According to the 2014 annual report, China Daily is formally managed by the State Council Information Office, which was formed by the Central Propaganda Department. I think yeah. you guys get the idea. So it is just the Central Propaganda Department of China. Mm. Okay? Just like all state media is the state mm. and controlled by the state. And guys, this is the thing. Please. And this is the reason we're telling you this. When you flip open your Sunday Times or whatever newspaper that you read and you see a little political cartoon. Oklahoma Daily. Yeah. And you see a little political cartoon in there and there'll be like a cartoonist draws like, I don't know, Trump as a hobo or whatever, you know, or draws Biden as something or whatever. That you could say like, haha, that like local paper did this. No. When you see a political cartoon in China, it's not some local paper artist. It is the state. It is Me the too. propaganda department. Okay, because the Chinese Central Propaganda Department ensures that everything that goes into that newspaper is state sanctioned. State policy. And it is what the state wants. Yeah. Okay, so that's why we're showing you this. To draw this clear line and smack the Western ideas out of your head. Because a lot of people, they will look at some of the bad actions of China and put it down to, oh, it's a private this or it's a, it's a you know, just an artist or it's a company this. No, 
It is the state. Everything that they put out is the state. A lot of people do try to weasel weasel out because they use a Western lens. They say, oh, it's just yeah. a political cartoon. Oh, it's just an opinion piece. No, yeah, no, this no. is the state. It's the state. Let's have a look at what the state did last time. Yeah, so over the past couple of years... Well, this is okay. just uh, credit. Yeah, by the way, um, we got a lot of these next things you're going to see from a, a dude on Twitter called Whippling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Sean, Sean Haynes. Yeah. Go check him out. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> let's uh, let's move on. Mm. here's what the Chinese government has been putting out. Okay, so this was in December 21st, 2020. Yeah. It's it like, like exactly a year ago. Tough year for Santa, hashtag Christmas, and it shows like COVID basically ravaging the West. Yeah, it's that's the situation. Yeah. Yeah, but very, this is direct state. Yeah, it's very, very tasteless. I mean, yeah. you know, Christmas is a time of joy and giving yeah. and stuff, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, making fun of this. Um. Okay, so you can read this, uh, what's going on in the China Daily one. This is also May 2020. What did, it have, what did they say? It says, invitation to virus, hashtag China Daily cartoon. So it shows uh, an American hand, I guess Uncle Sam's hand, is mm-hmm. going back to work, flipping up from lockdown. It says, hmm, uh, the coronavirus says, hmm, I like this one too. Exactly. Because it means that when they go back to work, instead of being in lockdowns, um, everyone's going to be infected. Yes, and then what is the juxtaposition over here? Well, this is from 16th of November, 2022. The South China Morning Post, which is actually controlled by um, China, belongs to China now. Yeah, in, in many ways. Yeah, it's based in Hong Kong, but it's actually owned by China. Yeah, Alibaba. Right? Yeah, Alibaba, which is China. Yeah. Um, says China must keep its resolve to ease COVID-19 rules and reopen the economy. It's just showing a, a juxtaposition, how they make fun of or they insult yeah. the West for doing something, but then they do the same thing and it's okay. Right, we got a couple more of these. Okay, this was in um, this year, January 2022. Yeah, China Daily Cartoon, sad reality of hashtag COVID 19 in hashtag US, and it shows a shopping um, center with all of its shelves completely bare. Yeah, and it's got like those little COVID uh, 19 viruses with the Statue of Liberty's torch and stuff, you know, that kind of nonsense. Meanwhile. If you take a look at the picture on the right, I'll get us out of there. This is from this past week yeah. in China, where the literally all of the shelves have been stripped bare in pharmacies, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and, I mean, you don't... Here's the thing. You don't see the White House putting out a cartoon about China being like... Oh, it's all stripped out and show a panda bear or something with a virus jumping up and Crying down on. Or something like yeah, you don't you don't see that, right? No. That's because the Chinese state, the Chinese government is an immature child. Yeah. And disgusting, insulting piece of shit. He likes to laugh at other people's misfortunes. Um, here again, China Daily, this was in October 2020. Surrender to chaos. And um, you see Uncle Sam sitting there saying, we're not going to control the pandemic. And of course, the virus is running around, smashing things and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then if you take a look on the right from December 20, uh, 2022, China will stop releasing comprehensive data on new COVID cases after the dropping of mandatory testing meant the numbers no longer reflected reality. So now they're doing exactly the same thing. But it's all okay as long as China does it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. No one's going to come and uh, make a shitty political cartoon about China doing this because no one else is that petty. Yeah. And other people actually have compassion, other countries. Certainly not the state. Yeah. 
exactly. <coughs> I mean, of course, you'll get some fringe like yeah, lunatics on the far left and the far right will make shitty stuff. Sure. But, um, you know, actual the White House is not putting out a press release because that's what these political cartoons in China are. It's like as if the White House released, released a press release. Yeah. It is. It's right. the state, right? Okay, what do we got next? Um, here we have in November 2022, so not that long ago, a China daily cartoon. Heads in the sand while COVID beats them. And it's got like, a, I guess, a Western politician or something going shouting at the screen because it sees uh, zero COVID going on. Meanwhile, the virus is kicking his ass, that thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the other side, it's no secret that messaging in China comes from the top. In Jolly, uh, Li Jianzhao and Hua Chunying, the CPC have two firebrand spokespeople and prolific tweeters. How often have they written about COVID on here this month? And then he goes to basically just show how hypocritical this whole situation is, you know? Um, burying their head in the sand. Correct. Just burying their head in the sand. They're not talking about it at all. What's that called? Projection? Oh, yeah. In fact, it is. Projection! Let's get back to this. Again, China Daily. Which strategy is more risky? And they've got the United States coexistence strategy and Uncle Sam's being overrun by the coronavirus. And on the right, zero tolerance strategy. And it shows... You know, Chinese um, medical workers defeating um, a virus with swords and shields and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And then on the right, China Daily. Residents in many cities, including Beijing, Guangzhou, and Chongqing, which have experienced mass infections recently, have embraced the optimization of control measures in order to bring life and work back to normal. Again, it's just hypocrisy. Absolute hypocrisy. Um, got a couple more here. Yes or no to COVID-19. Quarantine, ICU. No quarantine, ICU as an intensive care unit. It's got like some no-mask guy being thrown into the back of a van. And then we see coronavirus. China's hospitals seem to be filling up from the WHO. Um, these are just, again, showing you. Another one from the China Daily, also from January this year. U.S. medical system under siege, and it shows the virus like a massive tsunami-like about to knock down a paper hospital. And then on the right, we say, amid crowded fever clinics, patients urged to use internet service grassroots facilities in China. Because the Chinese medical system is currently under siege. You know? Yeah. Again, it's just, it's horrendous. Well, I mean, we can go on and on with this, can't we? Yeah, it's just a lot of hypocrisy. It's really. just, it, it's tit, tit for tat BS. But um, it really just shows you how insensitive and shitty uh, the Chinese propaganda department and the Chinese state is. Yeah. Because you're not seeing any official um, US or any other country's media, like official state media. You're not seeing the BBC doing this. That's no. state media. Yeah. Right? BBC's not going out there and saying like, ha ha, look at how many people are dying. Remember they you China, suck. the Chinese state did to India? laughing at oh know, yeah remember they, all the deaths and they and they oh yeah and they also did like brown face they remember did, that they did that as well <laughs> i mean Never come on it. yep so yeah we're not, we're not going to read each and every one of these things out to you but it's just so ridiculous um how awful they are it was and, relentless what they did just yeah. pest being a pest I mean, just insect of logic, you know, like just buzzing around people going, eh, we don't have COVID, but you do. Bzzz. 
Yeah, you know. I mean, look, it's Chinese just, state is disgusting. It's in, it's just horrible. <laughs> it's no diplomacy. Mm. I don't understand why um, the rest of the world takes China seriously yeah. and why they even have diplomatic Chinese relations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. When yeah, I say China, I mean the Chinese sure. government. You know, when I say, oh, negotiations negotiations with the USA have broken down. I'm not like talking about USA people. I'm talking about the government, right? Good. Yeah. You know what anyway, I'm saying? Of course. You know right. what I'm saying? Like when I say China makes a mistake, I know. I'm not saying like, oh, Mr. Chen who I'm not walks on the you. road. I'm just throwing it out yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's for people who might not realize that out yeah. there. But why are people taking this government seriously? They mock people who are suffering yeah. because it serves their propaganda yep. purposes. Why even do that? They, they don't care about their own citizens. Though. I know, they don't but, even let them claim their death. No, but why mock why mock people in your overseas media? Because China Daily is supposed to be the international. We like, make friends. Yeah, let's know? let's go project it. It's it's kind of like if we um, in the United States or wherever had a Chinese language newspaper <clears throat> that's only for Chinese people, <clears throat> aimed at Chinese people living in China. Yeah, and we'll start mocking them, you know, because that's yeah. all it's doing is they're just mocking the rest yeah. of the world. Yeah, it's awful. In a vulnerable you know? time. Yeah. And no one else is doing that to China. And, and look now. No one's doing that to China yeah. now, that chi- now that the shoe's on the other foot and China's yep. suffering badly. Yep. Here we go. A, it's like a replay, dude. It's a replay. How is anyone investing in this country? How yeah. is anyone being diplomatic with this government? If you're, if you're associated with the Chinese government, dude, I'm sorry, but you're the devil. Like, yeah. It's sick. I'm not even not from a religious perspective. It's evil. It's just an yeah. evil enterprise. It's an evil government. It's bad. Yeah. Chi- Chinese people are great. Chinese yes. culture is great. Chinese food is great. China as a country, the actual country itself, great. it's great when it's not ho- horribly like polluted and stuff by the sure. stupid policies put in place. Um, but it's great. The Chinese government is not great. And all these stock bros that are like, oh, it's a great time in, to invest in China now. Yep. What are you doing, guys? You are feeding this government. You are Feed giving, you are handing them money. You're like, hey, we're rewarding you for, you know, completely screwing over your own mm. people. Yeah, and, the rest of the world. Yeah. First of all, locking them down in these draconian mm. lockdowns, which have led to mental health issues, suicides, led to people burning to death inside of buildings, led to all sorts of terrible things, destroyed the economy, destroyed people's livelihoods, destroyed people's businesses. And then irresponsibly, just because you don't know how to do it the right way, ripping the bandaid off and now giving everyone COVID and tons of people are dying. Yeah. This is who you're That's giving money at. to. That's where and you're at. like, I'm rewarding that behavior by investing in you. Yeah. You stock bros out there have no morals. Greedy ass bitches. Seriously. Stop. Okay, stop supporting the Chinese government. <laughs> yeah. All right? Do you not see what you're doing? You're rewarding Apparently a not. serial killer at this point. Yeah. It's awful. Like a pathological narcissist liar serial killer. You're just like, oh, I like you so much. Here's some money. And then you're like, okay, ooh, that's bad. The market's bad or whatever. You back off. And then you come back and you're like, oh, you're good again. Yeah. Stop. It's ridiculous. It's regarded as we being shouldn't bad. Be a, it should be illegal to invest in Chinese stocks anyway. It should be illegal to invest in China right now. Yeah. Under the current actions. Seriously. Would you invest in the Soviet Union? Would you invest in Hitler's Germany? I don't think so, right? There, of course, there were evil people that were doing this. Some such people a thing. did, yeah. But guess what? History proved them bad. Yeah. And we can learn from that, right? Yeah. And you go, look at those villains. They invested in Hitler's Germany. And then you go, are you investing in you know China right now? Then shouldn't you be held to task? There's yeah. currently a genocide. There's current. They're currently wiping out a cultural identity. They're currently, uh, you know, erasing every single last bit of human rights freedom that w- that existed in China. Yeah. They're turning it and plunging it into a, a dictator pariah state. 
They're turning it into a massive, horrible, horrible place to be for its own people. Yeah. And then they're also trying to influence negatively the rest of the world and infiltrate yeah. your country. So And destroying the environment. And What are we doing here? Raping the seas. Yeah. It's like taking all the IP, using yeah. the money that you invest in to build weapons. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I mean, like... <laughs> Are we learning from anything here? I mean, when the pandemic started, there was a lot of lessons to be learned. How China was able to mold global organizations like Clay to make sure that people didn't even think it came from China. Yeah, the WHO. And, and allow it to spread, right? Yeah. Right? And then three years later, after all of these things, all the, the you know the stuff was uncovered, and exposés were done, and scientists talked about it, mm -hmm. and everyone like came together and like, holy shit, maybe China's really, really, like the government doesn't know what they're doing, and they're actually pretty evil. And they only serve their best interests for themselves. You'd think after three years of lessons, we would learn from that. But we're watching a replay of what happened right at the beginning of the pandemic happen in China oh, again. dude. And, and in more ways than again. one. Yeah, in more ways than one. Guys, Daigo. You know Daigo? Yeah. Disgusting. I can't stand Daigo. Daigo are um, people that basically scalpers, I guess is yeah. the best way to put sure. it. You know, like you wanted to buy that PlayStation 5 for the last two years, but you couldn't. The PS5 is just not available because yeah. there's some douchebags who go and buy all of them. Yeah. And they go, like, they find out when it's going to be for sale or something, and they yeah. make an inside contact or whatever, and they just buy them all yep. and hoard them and sell them for double the price. Yeah. That's a Daigo. Okay. Yeah. Now, what happens is um, usually you'll find Chinese students or Chinese um, tourists or just Chinese people living abroad. They find out what mm. is currently really uh, in demand in China. Mm. So... Anyone who's lived in Australia knows about the milk powder shortage. When I say milk powder, infant formula. Yeah, formula. Yeah. You know, because after the scandal in China, no one in China um, trusts the local milk, I mean, the infant formula anymore, yeah. right? So any Chinese person living in Australia, a good way to make money is to go into the shop, buy up all the tins, and then send them back to China. Illegally, of course, because they don't pay customs or whatever. They just ship them in the post as if it's yeah. like a normal thing. And they make tons of money because mm. they can sell it for triple, mm. four times the price, right? But this led to a situation where you would have hordes of Chinese students and, and um, like aunties and uncles waiting at like 4 a.m. in front of a shop, <clears throat> waiting for the door to be open so they could rush in and grab every mm. milk, I mean, every um, formula, infant formula off the store mm. yeah. shelf so that they could go and sell it. And it meant that the local people in Australia couldn't, the mothers couldn't get infant formula for their own children. That's right. Um, and this was a big deal. They had to start locking them up and like you certain amounts per person. And they still found ways around this. Yeah. They'd stand like a, like a chain that one would go in and, yeah. um, they had all gangs like infant formula gangs in Australia yeah. and, um, elsewhere around the world, New Zealand, everywhere, because it was such a massive industry. We saw this at the beginning of the pandemic as well, when they were buying up all the N95 masks and PPE and stuff like that from Home Depot and stuff to ship back to china mm -hmm. and remember we actually helped donate some to china yeah. okay we helped we sent money to, to a guy and so that he could distribute masks and stuff but the problem is they take the piss and they bought it out mm. and this was before the pandemic hit um the shores of the u.s so they bought out all of the ppe and sent it back so when it came down to like us here in the u.s and it was a, a situation where we needed to get masks for our families and stuff we couldn't get them yeah. They just weren't in the shops. Yeah. Well, guess what? The same is happening now, except with flu medicines and cold medicines and things like that. Yeah. In China right now, <clears throat> all of the shelves, we showed you the, that picture earlier, all the shelves are empty in the pharmacies. Doesn't matter what, how mild, any kind of cold 
medicine or flu medicine, anything like that to deal with symptoms of COVID has been completely stripped off the shelves, not only in China, but Hong Kong, so neighboring countries too, mm. neighboring uh, regions. Um, and they're doing that now overseas too. And you know, Xiao Hongshu, which is this app. I was going through Xiao Hongshu and there's pictures of people. And luckily, I mean, and rightly so, you've got Chinese people calling them out yeah, sure, on the app saying like, look at these mm. shitty Daigo. And you've got some <coughs> uncles and aunties going into all the pharmacies around the US, like CVS and Walgreens and stuff, and just buying everything, putting it in a massive shopping cart, like taking them out, buying everything off the shelves. Yeah. So my advice is to anyone out there, make sure you have some cold or flu sure. medicine in your house. Sure. Because let's just say... Um, we get hit by another wave here or there's another big strain or something and you need that kind of fever medicine or whatever. Yeah. If you go to the pharmacy, it's not going to be there because they would have been bought up and sent to China. Yep. So just go get some for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just saying that because we're seeing a repeat of this. I'm seeing this now daily on Xiao Hongshu. Yeah, People, they're taking pictures of, um, you know, the Daigo in various, you know, Costco or All over, yeah. wherever. And they've just filled, they've taken every Sam's last Club. box off of the shelf mm -hmm. and filled their, their shopping carts, you know? Yeah. So be careful of that, guys. It's true. Anyway, um, what have we got here? Uh, this is just a, a screenshot that's going around WeChat right now. Mm -hmm. Do you want to, <laughs> you want to read the translation of that? Sure. I, uh, let me pull it up because I, I didn't have time to translate it, so I'll just do it here. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I got just like a quick one. Right. Uh, so this is on WeChat right now. Mm -hmm. Basically, what's going around is people are trying to deal with the whiplash of the government saying, hey, uh, COVID is the end of the world, and then now saying, oh, it's not even bad anymore. It's just a kind of flu, and yeah. you'll, be, you'll be fine. You won't die, and don't worry about it. Get back to work, right? Sure. So people are like, what What are you talking about? This is insane, right? Yeah, yeah. So there is a uh, rumor going around that mm -hmm. says that the new coronavirus, this, this one that they're currently dealing with, is um, man-made. Okay. okay. And the, it was a scenario from the United States government. Well, look, the original one's kind of mm -hmm. man-made anyway. I mean, yeah, it was manipulated, right? In a, manipulated in a lab <laughs> in, lab, in, right? Wuhan in Wuhan Virology, yeah. you know, Institute of Virology with uh, good old... So anyway. what was, uh, what's in, in these seven points, right, is the U.S.'s plan. Okay. This is according to, this is spreading viral around like I, I and Shushu groups. Yeah, okay. So this is kind of like middle-aged people are spreading this around what you're seeing on the screen. Okay. Hi, the first point of the plan is to hire cyber troops from Taiwan and other places <laughs> because they can speak Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. To vigorously promote coexistence, so you know, not getting rid of lockdowns, yeah, and let mm -hmm. China give up dynamic zero COVID policy. Okay, that's the first plan. Of okay, the, US. the second is that China will uh, abandon the dynamic zero COVID policy and open the borders, and then Omicron will spread. Okay, okay. after Omicron is spread all over the place, then they'll infiltrate and they'll they'll spread a highly transmissible and highly lethal strain that's been prepared put in a certain domestic transportation hub okay so what they're saying is because everyone will be preoccupied with omicron the u.s will slip in like an actual deadly version and mm -hmm. why are people believing something like this well because a lot of people are dying right now sure but the government's not reporting it so sure. they're coming up with conspiracy they have to number four mm -hmm. the new st strain will gradually like overtake 
uh, Omicron mm-hmm. and will eventually become like the most pop, uh, not popular, the most widespread strain, uh, kind of mutant strain in China. Mm-hmm. And the high fatality rate uh, will completely destroy the hospital, like the hospital treatment system in China, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's, it's basically like all the stuff that's happening, but with conspiracy on top of it because they can't, the government won't explain it. Yeah. Right? Unfortunately, there always has to be an excuse. Yeah. Five, continue to hire cyber soldiers to instigate themes such as uh, buy everything from pharmacies, Mm -hmm. uh, social disorder, uh, and uh, stopping factories and and production, right, in China. So, like, spread those as rumors, right? Right. Um, Name the uh, new strain with high transmissibility and high, like, death rate as the China mutant strain. Okay. That's what they'll name it. They're going to name it yeah, the China mutant strain? Okay. And then exaggerate the high lethality of the Chinese mutant strain. Uh, and then they'll say that it can attach to the surface of Chinese goods, like as they ship them around. Okay. And they'll call on countries to block Chinese flights because it'll be transmitted That's what they from did. <laughs> didn't they, didn't they like, hang on a second. Okay, while you're dying of a coughing Sorry. fit over there. Um, remember, they stopped all the goods coming in from certain countries because they blamed it for bringing COVID in. Mm-hmm. Frozen fish and whatever else, shoes and things like that. Remember? Plastic lids. Yeah, bottles and bones. These guys were blaming that and blocking it, and they were also not allowing any country to fly into China. Yeah. So this is, again, just like... hypocrisy? Super hypo- hypocritical. So uh, then they're going to call on countries to block Chinese flights, permitting the sale, prohibiting the sale of uh, Chinese products, and then kicking or goods, I should say, and then yeah. kicking China out of the uh, international supply chain. And then seven Chinese funds and enterprises will return to the United States, and the U.S. will achieve their goal in the trade war. So it's just a U.S. <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, look. I quite like this conspiracy, other than the, the the part about people actually dying and catching a disease or whatever. I think that this is sounds nice to be able to move a manufacturing out of China. Yeah. Because why do we have to keep putting up with all this crap? Why are people always politicians always bending over backwards for the Don't CCP? Talk tripe. Yeah, exactly. Don't talk tribe. Why is it? It's because of, you know, everything being made there. So stop having everything being made there and then we don't have to put up with this shit anymore. Yeah. You know? That'd probably be best. I think so. China should stand on its own merits. Yeah. You know, if China wants to behave badly, then people can not take it seriously. If they want to behave well, people can take them seriously. If they want to be diplomatic, there could be diplomatic ties. Not this wolf warrior garbage where they laugh at people who are dying of COVID overseas. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, just... uh, just saying. But yeah, that's a stupid conspiracy. Yeah. Completely. And again, just to remind you, the official mm. responses we're seeing coming out of the USA anyway, and I'm pretty sure everywhere else in the world, is that of support for the people of China and everybody who's going through a tough time there. And that's our message, hopefully your message too. Because at the end of the day, it's the Chinese government who are the assholes here, Mm. not the people of China who are suffering under that shitty government. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, the people don't stand up, so they invite that kind of government. It's not like that. No. The Chinese government is this all-powerful, you know, top-down leadership thing, which if you try to stand up against it, (coughs) they're so well organized at putting people down, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just, it's a Herculean task. It is. 
Really and that's is. why it takes so much courage for anyone who stands up against the Chinese government ever. These protesters that went out there with the white papers and stuff are some of the most courageous people you'll ever meet in yes. your life. You have no idea because it's not like in the West, Western people are spoiled that go out there and protest. They think they're doing something special or whatever. They're not. It's like going out and eating fast food. It's something that everybody can do. There's nothing stopping you from doing it. No. If I want to go protest on the side of the street here with a sign, I can do it. Yeah. I can go to Washington, D.C. and stand on the steps with a placard that says, Not far. We can just you know, literally exactly. Over. And just go there and say, like, you know, hot dogs suck and, right. and hamburgers are better. Yeah. I could do that. Nothing's going to happen to me at the very least, like the worst case scenario. I'll be called, the cops will be called and tell me to move on because I'm a nuisance or something. Sure. In China, if you go and try to protest anything, you're putting your entire future and your entire life at risk. Yep. You know, so. You always have to put that into perspective. That's true. Mm. Well said. Anyway, um, so that's our main segment over, thank goodness, because it was a dour one. It was, yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. We shall. We're going to move move on to Wumao Corner, guys, where we talk about what the haters are up to. Um, <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Let me just... Uh, you've made a, a new little segment... Um, Yes. thing over here it's called you? crossing the red line okay now this is something you hear about in china a lot by the way you've crossed the final red line yeah. Are you crossing the red line yeah this is the chinese government basically whining about somebody doing something they whining. don't like yeah it's like a it's like a oh yeah you've crossed the line now buddy but then they don't do anything about it and it's kind of hilarious how often this happens yeah you have any stats on that Oh, it's just it's like every day. <laughs> I remember, I remember reading like you know when it comes to the Taiwan yeah. uh, red line. I oh, that's about like, this. Yeah. Oh, it is about yeah. this. I remember like a, a while ago, I was read like how many hundreds of times the Chinese oh, yeah. government has said that in the last it's year. It's increased like exponentially since Xi Jinping. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's take a look at your new little thing that you put together here. Here it comes. Welcome to Crossing the Red Line, where we talk about China warning, uh, erroneous, erroneously warning the U.S. of something, okay? okay? It doesn't have to be the U.S., it can be really anything, but... Yeah, we'll be throwing this in every once in a while, whenever it comes up. Yes. Uh, Wang Yi, the guy that looks like a marionette puppet, <laughs> yes. um, he, he said that the uh, United States must stop its old routine of unilateral bullying. Okay, what do you think this is in reference to? Well, it's about Taiwan, okay? Mm. Wang Yi on Friday accused the U.S. of trying to suppress China's development, by the way. So a little chip, a little chip-related thing. Oh, the chip thing, yeah. Washington must pay attention to Beijing's legitimate concerns, he said, and warning the U.S. against trying to challenge China's red lines on Taiwan mm -hmm. using salami-slicing tactics. I mean, I just thought that was too good. Seriously. Projection! Too good not to include. Mm-hmm. Accusing the U.S. of salami slicing Taiwan policy How? by selling weapons and stuff. Okay. How is that salami slicing when China is actually salami slicing yeah, in the India. South China Sea and, and India. India? Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. It's everything they do, they accuse other places of, they always do themselves. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what salami slicing is, it's like it sounds, right? It's like a little sliver at a time. So what will happen, for instance, on the border of India is the Chinese troops will move like a wall or they'll they'll put up a chinese flag like yeah. a, about a meter into the territory of um india and say oh that flag, was yeah. that was always our yeah, territory. Was part of the ancient man it's like no no you've got it wrong like that is actually our territory and then they'll put troops there and they'll set up a base and you'll be like what the hell that was our territory and then when i don't know the indian guys are asleep they'll move it another 
like a couple of inches. And they keep doing that. Same within the South China Sea. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, that was actually always ours. And they keep moving the, the nine-dash line thing. They put that in there. And yep. Oh, this this island, actually, that has always belonged to us. You know, that yeah, kind of shit. What are you talking shit. about? It's always been part yeah, of Yeah, they love doing that salami slicing. So they always accuse other people of doing what they do. Yes. R- ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Okay, guys. Um, now... I'd like to ask you if if I see milk, if I tell you to go jump in a lake, what does that mean to you? Um, I would say that. Let me think here. I would say that probably means like you want me to just go away, kind of kind of in a rude way. That's no, not rude at all. I mean, like, I mean, no, I mean not in like a malicious. I mean, like yeah. as a joke, it's yeah, fine. yeah. I'm saying though, if you meant it, like seriously, it just mean like piss off, like because like, get like out of you, you know, like I, I, we've stuff used this before like you'll be like oh i love this triple ipa or whatever i'm like i'll oh, be like ah oh, go lake. jump in a lake yeah it just means like get out of here take a hike yeah yeah it's the same as saying take yeah. a hike yes. it really is the same same thing okay well not according to twitter <laughs> okay. uh, i'll tell you why okay guys there is a very dedicated group of people that want to shut me up and want to shut you up too and they're of course the chinese ultra nationalists but of course also the shills that mm-hmm. work for Um, the Chinese government, especially people like this dude. The coronavirus is 100% under control here right now. It's a very timely piece. Um, But I (laughs) made a tweet where I said, these stock bros need to go jump in a lake. And I was replying to a tweet that was talking about how people are jumping at investing in China again, just because China said, oh, we've released, um, you know, this, whatever it was. We were relieved uh, auditing on this or something. Sure. So it's just like, come on, you know, this is my stance. I just said it earlier. I can't stand these stock bros that prop up the Chinese government every time, just dump billions of dollars into the Chinese government just because they're greedy. Um, so I said, these stock bros need to go jump in a leg. Now, because people are reporting each and every one of my tweets as abusive or whatever, they choose everything. And there's a dedicated team that do this. Twitter said that I violated their rules against promoting or encouraging suicide or self-harm. To say jump in a lake, yeah, take because, a hike. Yeah, because I told, I said, these stock bros need to go jump in a lake. So because I said that, I'm promoting self-harm and suicide. I don't know. I When I think of the saying, go jump in a lake, I don't think of it as in like, go drown yourself. I think of it like, hey, you know, go cool off. You know, go jump in, go cool off, go jump in that lake. You need to just cool off. It's a hot day. Yeah. All right. That's it. But yeah. no. So you see, once again, my Twitter account was suspended for like 11 hours or something for doing that. But they try everything they can to try and censor you and me. And they flag the shit out of everything we put out there. Our YouTube videos, our tweets, everything. And it's just, once again, shows you how ridiculous this whole situation is that we have to deal with. Because... We do not have a dedicated team of people on our side flagging every single propaganda tweet that comes out from the Chinese government or every single propaganda tweet that comes out from these shills, you know? Shills. Shills, yeah. We don't do that, okay? So it's one-sided. They have resources to try and censor us on Western social media, which pisses me off. But I just wanted to show you this absolutely ridiculous um, example of how this works sometimes. Sure. Anyway, so be careful, guys. If you tell someone to go jump in a lake on Twitter, you're uh, promoting self-harm and suicide. Sounds like a nice invitation. Yeah. 
Anyway. Hot day, <clears throat> like today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of shills. What um, does this shield do? <laughs> we've got a China state-affiliated media guy over here. All right. He works for Shanghai Daily. Okay. And he's one of those guys that defends China no matter what the circumstances are. Sure. Right? Sure. And again, lives in a bubble and doesn't actually, is not connected to reality. Sure. So he releases a tweet that says, um, debunk. There have been a few Western media reports claiming China's COVID situation is dire with fever cl clinics overflowing and people dying left and right. Let's go take a look together. Please retweet. So he made a video about driving down to his local Shanghai, something like a clinic. Okay, wherever he was. I didn't watch, I didn't watch the video, to be fair. Um, but that's the gist of it. As sure. he goes down, it's like, look, oh, there's no one here. 24 hours later, a day or so later, this is his tweet. District and city-level hospital fever clinics are facing sustained pressure amid a surge in the number of patients in Shanghai and a shortage of medical staff, many of whom uh, them have themselves been sickened by COVID-19. Uh, their advice, stay at home or in your community. So just wanted to show you, once again, the truth doesn't matter in China. Yeah. The only thing that matters is the, the narrative from the government. Yeah. So the narrative of the government is everything's fine. Mm. No one's dying. We don't have a problem with fever clinics or anything like that. It's just evil Western media bias. Get this clown goes out there and he's like, oh, look, see, debunking it. But the next day then he's like, oh, actually, you he know. He doesn't say I was wrong. No. No. That's the thing. Because the narrative hadn't caught up with him yet. Yeah. But then sense. the next day it's like, Oh, you know what? Now the government is admitting that there's problems and we need to tell people to stay at home. So then he tweets the truth. The previous day was a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's uh, just another example of how ridiculous it is. You cannot trust Chinese state-affiliated people. No. You can't because they just... They can't say what they want anyway. They can't. They just speak out of their <laughs> ass. They can only say what's acceptable. Yeah. Um, by the Chinese government at that, in that given day. Yeah. In that given hour and minute. In that given second. Yeah. So <laughs> this one's hilarious. Um, remember, we were showing you the funerary items. Um, Which is not hilarious. No, that's not hilarious, but actually it is. Screw that. It's super hilarious. It's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. In China, they've got a tradition. Um, when someone dies, you can send them gifts in heaven. Mm. You don't use DHL. Yeah, it's wild. What you do is you buy something that's made out of paper. Yeah. And you burn it. And then it, it up. ends up somehow in your ancestor for them to use. <sighs> Chilling in heaven. Already. So that's why you've got something. It's called hell money. It's actually called hell money. It's like fake paper money that you burn. So you're sending money to your relative so that they can either they pay hell? rent. No, I don't know why it's called hell money. I guess it's just a bad <laughs> translation. Sure. Um, but it... It gets ridiculous because you can understand it probably had its roots in some very traditional Buddhist or, you know, whatever, Taoist or whatever it was, um, you know, source. But now it's changed. So now you can burn paper cell phones, you burn paper iPads, you burn paper cars, you burn paper houses, you burn paper mistresses. That's one thing. Like, why would That's you weird. Why would you want to send your grandpa a freaking mistress? Shouldn't he be with his wife? Yeah, isn't that a bit out of turn? Yeah, it's a bit whack. It's like, hey, Grandpa, here, have some fun. Go cheat on your wife. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get hell. it. But what I'm saying is it's ridiculous. It's turned into this absolute dog and pony show. Sure. Sometimes I remember um, uh, a friend of mine's relative died, and we went to one of the funerary services. They had a freaking house. And, you know, not just a little house. It was massive. 
It was like taller. It's a, as tall as a single story house. Wow. It was like a jumping castle, you know, for kids. Yeah. It looked like, like a that. Burnable thing. Yeah, and it had like a car and everything outside, and they burnt this. It was massive pollution. They just created pollution. Oh, yeah. They just polluted the whole area sure. with Grandpa's gift. Grandpa's gift. Okay, but this this is what happens. Okay, so. There's something very uh, heartwarming and quaint about this tradition that you want to send stuff to your ancestors. I like that. Mm -hmm. But there's also a ridiculous side to it where it's just become, who's burning a gold watch, paper gold watch, and a paper cell phone, and a paper laptop? You know? I can tell you. It's kind of lame. Yeah. It's, it's like when a tradition has become capitalized. And yeah, like it's, it's like when it gets bastardized. Capitalization, yeah, uh, whatever yeah. you call it. What's, yeah, I get you. you know what commercialized. I'm yeah, it's been commercialized. That's yeah. it. You know, you're burning like Nike, fake Nike shoes or whatever. Yeah, it's just crazy. And then the rich, remember the rich people in China, there was that story that woman burnt real iPads and real phones yeah. and stuff because she was just rich. Yeah. She's like, dude, what are you doing? Anyway. Yeah. So there's an unfortunate situation where <clears throat> a lot of the middle-aged people are very uneducated in China. Mm. This is due to the cultural revolution, devolution and stuff. So they burn this crap everywhere, mm -hmm. right? They'll be burning these these like paper houses and paper cars or whatever on the road, on the sidewalk. You see it a lot on the sidewalk. I've actually got a lot of footage. We should have put that in, but yeah. I'll, I'll throw it in next time. Burn a lot of these stuff on the sidewalk. They burn it in the like median of the highway. They burn it everywhere that they can. Sure. But sometimes they burn it in your building. Yeah. So this dude who posted on Reddit, he was like, F this, right? Yeah. You'll see. Let's just watch the video. Yeah, so I mean, it's, guys, especially recently in China, there have been these stories of people burning to death in their buildings. Because it happens often as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, during the lockdown, that yeah, was what sparked sure. off the protest. Huge problem because there's like bars on the windows and stuff. Yeah. Uh, emergency rescue, can't get there properly. Half the time, the fire hydrants are fake. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Right. Yeah, it's not a good idea to be no. like starting a massive fire no. in your apartment building. That's not a small fire that's going on it's there. It's big. Right? You could burn the place down. <clears throat> so, I mean, sure enough, it's it's concrete uh, wall and floor yeah, there. Still... But it doesn't matter. It could catch anything on anything. fire. What if there. something nearby and then the door goes The door's out. got couplets on it that are burnables, wooden and stuff wooden that's door, over there. Yeah. You just don't start a massive bonfire in no. your stairwell Probably in your building. Yeah. Okay. So the, the guy, obviously, his fire alarm was going off in his apartment. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, what the F? What's going on? Walks down there and sees that, like, someone's burning their joss paper and stuff Yeah. in the staircase. But this is, um, again, this is just China. If you live in China, you understand that this... Yeah. Where is that, that saying? T-I-C. This is China. T-I-C. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just kind of want to see that one more time. It's very satisfying. Spray. Yeah. 
I mean, here's the thing. I respect other people's traditions and cultures, sure. okay? Mm. But there's a difference between respecting someone's culture burning someone and down. dying and mm. the whole burning, like building being burned down because of someone's ignorance. That's that's a difference. Yes, yeah. right there. That's a threshold. Yeah. <clears throat> You're going to put everyone's families at risk because you want to send some, like, fake money to your grandpa? Go do it outside, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. not in a fire hazard area. Yeah, don't. Don't yeah. do it right outside do it in like a your bucket. apartment door. And do it in a metal bucket outside. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we get the idea. Yeah. Let's write it down. We got a lot of material to get through here. We're oh, we going did? way over. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's, let's pick up the pace here. I was just cherishing the moment. No, you should. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I have to say is that uh, we had a fantastic show on Monday. Oh, dude, yeah. Banho. It in, I will quote people, the best thing, quote, we've ever done ever. <laughs> okay. So, and we didn't expect it to get such a good response, but it was so much fun. Yeah, let's just give you guys it's, a bit of a recap quickly. So, um, yeah, this is our Monday Sometimes show. Sometimes they don't really get the translations correct. <laughs> it looks very squishable. WWE style, WWF style royal rumble brawl with yes. all of the main mm-hmm. lore characters from the china show slash adv china welcome to the royal rumble oh it's me you get to fight now that guy that looks like me what's going on you're kicking my ass what's ricochet doing over there yeah oh there comes the show what xi jinping yeah so so we had a WWE Royal Rumble with every main China show lore character. Yeah. Rick. Well, you know. Wow, so good. Yeah, Clan Man. Oh, yeah, he was in there. Oh, sure. Yeah, Jian. Yeah, we had like hey, Subway Wonder Man. Subway Wonder Man. Anyway, it was uh, basically each character drew uh, when they're supposed to enter the ring, and the last person in the ring wins. If you want to go see it, go to patreon.com slash ADV podcast. I highly recommend you you watch. You didn't have to watch it live. It's still up. You yeah. can go watch all the other episodes. Join us at the Xiaoban Ho tier. I promise you it is worth watching. Yeah. It's one of the most fun things we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It was super fun. Everyone's there. It. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of like we're going to make it a Christmas tradition. It's going to be a Christmas Every tradition. Every year we're going to have the a brawl. Royal Rumble. Yeah. The brawl. We'll see who wins. Royal Rumble. Um, right. Yeah, so... Go join the Shaban Ho tier if you'd like to join us for our VIP show every Mondays. It's so much fun. So and fun. we will be having a show this Monday. Uh, even though it's holidays, we're going to be there. So yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, join us if you can. If you have the means, we'd love that. It would be great. Yeah, it would be absolutely great. Anyway, um, time for us to continue with the show. Yes. And we're going to move on to Worldview now, which is where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regards to China. So um, what have we got going on here? I just <laughs> Oh, you know what? Before we get onto this, we we have to explain everybody who watched our episode last week um about the AI. Remember? I am AI, Sarah AI. That you know the AI, mm-hmm. AI thing? Well, I actually was looking at it again. That footage because I was going to make a sound bite which I haven't made yet because I was busy with other stuff, but I noticed in the Sarah AI, you know, the young guy and the beautiful, that one? Yeah. Mm. At the top, it says MetaHuman, 64-bit development, Unreal Engine. So, But this is supposed to be freaking Huawei. It's supposed to be Huawei's AI. Yeah. So I was like, what the hell, Unreal Engine? So I looked it up. And um, there's some MetaHumans thing. 
it's just a freaking plug-in for the Unreal Engine. <laughs> so, so it has nothing to do with anything. No, it's just a bunch of BS. They bought a bunch of like commercially available software and had a booth babe with a microphone behind there. Yeah. It just once again debunks all their bullshit. Yep. It's supposed to be cutting-edge Huawei AI, and it's Unreal Engine, which has got nothing to do with Huawei. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It got nothing to do with AI. Yeah. That's what they're using for their front end there. So just just notice that. It's out there. They're so sloppy. They're so sloppy. It's just fake. Of course it's fake. It's rubbish. I mean, and the fact that they left that in there. I love that they didn't cover that up or blur it out at least. They couldn't like full screen it or something. Yeah. It's, and you know what? It's um, by the trial version. It, I'm pretty sure it's a trial version, a beta version, or it's some kind of like, uh, I don't know, pirated version. They love to do that. Yeah, true. But just once again, guys, like, don't don't believe anything that comes out of Chinese state media about their high tech, cutting edge technology because all it is is Western technology that's been knocked off and reverse engineered or something. Yep. Yep. Seriously, and I wish it wasn't the case. Yeah. I'd be in China's corner if they were doing things right. Yeah. You know, if they were actually making advances, I'd be like, yes, this is good. But mm. they're not. Yeah. No. And every time they claim to be, it's easily debunked. Nope. Anyway, if you haven't seen our AI uh, episode, don't forget to go check it out. It was last week. Last week, was good one. Super fun. Um, Anyway, where were we? (coughs) Let's get to our... um, Sorry, we're going a little long today. Yeah, hey, it's Christmas special. Go a little long. Um, And there we go. Okay, what's this all about? I just thought this was hilarious. I don't even know what this is other than World Socialist Website, which is uh, just a great name. Mm -hmm. Real on the nose, I guess. So who's responsible for China's COVID catastrophe? So this is the new outbreak. Right? Okay. A tragedy of monumental proportions unfolding across China as a result of the Chinese Communist Party lifting its zero COVID policy and embracing forever COVID policy de- demanded by U.S. and European imperialists. So wait, what? Okay. So it's it's the West's fault. So because U.S. and European imperialist demanded powers demanded it. Westerners demanded it. No. Of so course. I just thought that was a great... Here's the thing, though. Like, the rest of the world was telling China forever that its zero-COVID policies are ridiculous and it's the wrong way to go with this. They did not say, oh, cancel everything overnight and just throw everyone to the wolves. Yeah. They did not. No one ever said that. No. Okay? No. No (laughs) one said do anything. No. That's what China did because they were afraid they were losing control. It's the the Communist Party. So I'll just move on from there. I just thought that was a bit interesting from a global perspective. Oh, yeah. Uh. uh, Actually, surprising news. Very surprising. Uh, After the Safeguard Defenders report about the global Chinese police stations, uh, Mm -hmm. Italy stopped joint police patrols with China. Yeah. Uh, Italy had the biggest or the largest amount of Chinese police stations and did joint patrols. And they did joint, they let the Chinese police come walk around Mm -hmm. in Italy or whatever. Wild. Wild indeed. So that's good news on that front. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, uh, we forgot to cover this. This was actually in, a, in an episode like four weeks ago we had planned. Yeah, we planned we, to do it. We keep putting it in the next note, so let's finally do it. Okay. Uh, Chinese government intelligence officer sentenced to 20 years in prison Yeah. Uh, for espionage crimes attempting to steal trade secrets from the Cincinnati from Cincinnati company. So this is aerospace uh, related. Yeah. Um, they got him, and I was, cr- I was surprised to see such a long sentence, which was great. Yeah. Uh, finally, some deterrence tactics for ip slash uh spy it's just espionage yeah, it's it's just espionage um and so the, the whole thing was he approached employees and paid people and stuff to yeah. um you know get information 
um, on I think it was like fan blades or something in in um, uh, jet engines or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they set up a sting and basically it was an agent that went to go and meet him and met him overseas Mm -hmm. in an extradition-friendly country. And he's actually MSS, so he's like the CIA of China. Yes. Went to go and pay him and get these um, secrets and stuff, so they nabbed him. Yeah. Need more of this. Um, And the article is a DOJ article. The official article is in the description if you want to read it. It's a good read. It's pretty interesting. It's a very good read. Forgot to cover it before. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of these kind of things which slip under the radar, which it's yeah. always good to oh, see. Actually, one thing I wanted to point out is he looks like he's from 1999 to 2001 new metal band. Okay. Uh, with that goatee and that yeah. kind of look. So I just kind of, I, I enhanced his appearance to match his aesthetic. No, I think that's probably what he has to do to fit in in America these days, you know. These days? 20 years ago we're talking about corn <laughs> limp biscuit you know aesthetic. i feel like it could be doing like a kids reading at a, at a public library or something now <laughs> anyway let's move on <laughs> i like his weed earring yeah it's, it's hilarious uh this is interesting this is mm-hmm. something for turkish people to look into but uh mm-hmm. a turk a turk mm-hmm. a turkish person turkish citizen an old turk reached out uh very concerned mm. and he said that uh recently he's been seeing a shit ton of pro-china propaganda being uh translated into turkish right um out of nowhere really just overnight and it's popping up in bookstores and potentially in the education sector which was really out of left field he said it doesn't make any sense um there's no real put doesn't look like there's any sort of push for that um and nobody's has a renewed interest in china in turkey and all of a sudden this is springing up and it's weird Mm-hmm. Um, and I corroborated that with another person. I asked another Turkish person, I said, have you been seeing this kind of stuff? He said, yeah, it's super weird. Thanks for bringing that up. So we wanted to put that out there. I don't know if any Turkish people could explain this to us, but books on Xi Jinping thought, all mm-hmm. this stuff getting translated overnight, really springing up across the country. Certainly not a delight. <laughs> Definitely. It's not a delight to hear this. I've heard this. rumblings about, um, a lot of Chinese investment in Turkey recently. Yeah. Yeah. We did hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, just something to pay attention to. It's a NATO member. Uh, probably shouldn't be infiltrated by China. Probably not. No. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Have we got anything else in here? Um, we yes. do. I just wanted a little perspective. Um, you know, when people say, you know, the Chinese economy is so important, China's huge, China's this and this and this, that's true. Yes. Um, just wanted you to understand that China's propaganda does play a part in that. And mm-hmm. I want you to understand the sheer scope of the U.S. economy, just to look at one company. Mm. This here's Apple, right? Sure. Just the sheer scope of how big one company in America is compared to Chinese companies. And you think about Tencent, which he, which is huge. Tencent doesn't even make up, you know, a, not even a quarter mm-hmm. of Apple. And you, you look at Guizhou Maotai, which is huge. ICBC Bank. I mean, all these things yeah. don't even add up. Alibaba. So, Alibaba don't even add up to Apple. Oh, of course, all of them, all of them together. together. Just some perspective to always keep in mind that China wants you to think that it's on par with the U.S. economically, and it's just not. It's no. just not. No, it's not. Uh, despite its tries. Yeah, look at that, hey, two thousand one hundred thirty-nine billion, which is what? A bajil- it's a jillion, really. If is you it? Think about it, or it could be even a a bazillion. You, you see, like it. I get lost after the the millions. You get lost in the sauce. I'm just like, yeah. When you say trillion, I'm like, that's a lot of millions. Yeah, I know trillion. Once you get past the tr- like a hundred trillion, like when you're in a thousand trillion, I don't know what that. So is. I don't pay attention because like I know I, I know like I'll never, 
I'll yeah. never own that. Like, no. I'll never be a whatever. I won't even be a millionaire. So, like, no. when you get to trillions and stuff, it's like, what's the point? Whatever. Let's focus you're on being a ten thousand air first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what we go for. Yeah. Like, yeah. You work. You move yeah. the goalposts. Yeah, you do yeah. as you go. Sure. Uh, then you learn about the numbers. Anyway, my math sucks. Um, you can attest to that. So, uh, I guess let's have a Christmas chat. Yeah, it's time for our Q and A, everyone. This is when we uh, have a chat. We uh, I get to loosen my tie, which is nice, um, and we get to answer your questions and you question our answers so for those of you that are not watching live and you're not watching on the weekend um it gets cut out of the show on mondays and we'll see you next time so stay awesome yeah <clears throat> so just, let's do it all the people saying quadrillion like just a teat they have to yeah you know like all these people wait and just a wait to type in something they know in the <laughs> chat it's <laughs> yeah, no, right? so important for you guys to teach us quadrillion i appreciate you guys mm. Uh, hey, you learn something new every day. Andre Gudvarsky. So is it two quadrillions? Sure. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. Two quadrillions. Yeah. Andre uh, Gudvarsky. No, because it was not trillion. It was billions. Yeah. So it's two trillion. That's two trillion? Yeah, it's 2,000 2, billion would be two, two trillion. Yeah, I thought it might be that. Yeah, two trillion. Is that two Why trillion? Why don't they just say two trillion? Because they like to say 2,139 billion. Oh, interesting. Well, that, that would be two trillion. Like, imagine you're a millionaire... Um, well, okay, a billionaire. You'd, you want to like big, big it up. Yeah. So you'd say however many millions because you it makes would. you sound better. I got so many yeah. millions. I got thousands of millions. Thousands of millions. <laughs> sounds got, wrong to me. I got thousands of millions of dollars. Thousands of millions. And really yeah. what that means, you have a billion dollars. Yeah, but then it's just like, so what? Like, so what? One? You've only got one? One? Oh, oh I see. It's kind of like when kids are like, I got more monies than you, and it's like two five cents, and the, yeah. one, the one kid has like a $20. You could have millions bill. lying all over the place. Yeah, oh, I got like a... Seven million. I'm a multi-million yeah. billionaire, and I got millions here and there and whatever. You That's know? what they're doing. Just pull out a million dollars from under your bed sheets or whatever. Yes. Look at this. It's one bill. <laughs> yeah. Andres, Andres says, uh, an employee of mine running a business in Beijing got evicted from his rented flat so that the dead bodies could be put in there. Next effing level. Wow. Turd Ferguson's. <laughs> Turd. Okay. I hope that's so, not your real name. That's a nice name, Maybe bro. it's a different culture. We don't know. I like it. Um, turd Ferguson. It's turd A or something. No, it's just turd. Okay, like French tourade? No, it's turd. Okay. T-U-R-D. Turd. Yeah. Turd Ferguson. I got it. What an unfortunate name. Yeah. Hopefully it's just a nickname. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for this episode to start. You guys saved me from an awkward date with an American Marxist. I shared one of your videos with her and dodged a bullet. You have a couple oh, of brews nice. on me. <laughs> nice. Will do. Thank you. Um, Merry Christmas from Tony D. Thank you very much. Thanks. Show me your calm and pure smile, Winston, from Popeye. <laughs> That's weird. You don't need to satisfy Popeye. <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show me your calm and pure smile. I don't think I have such a thing, but okay. I'm it's from that song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, satisfy yeah. Popeye. Yeah, it's in there. I'm pretty See sure the larch. Yeah, it's the larch song. Oh, interesting. That's good. Mm. Uh, I think I'll put together a soundbite for you next time. Well, turd is short for turdison. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Turdison. 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 Turdison Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so sorry if that's your real name. I'm so sorry. It's probably a different language. It's not his real name. It's Turd. Remember, I mean, we've laughed at names before. Uh, you know what I, I find hilarious is when people try to big their names up. Sure. Do so like, do that? Yeah, they do. So I remember, the, well, I actually had the opposite of that once. I used to work with this guy, and his surname was Whore. I had one of my like best friends' name was H O A R E. Whore. Yeah, yeah. My one of my best friends. Was so he's like, whore. "Hi, I'm Mr. Whore." Yeah. I'm like, "Dude, like, just call it Whore." Yeah, Whore. I'd be yeah. like, "Oh, it's Whore" or something yeah. like that. But then I've seen the opposite. You know, like, um, 
I won't say who, but somebody I know um, is, has a very Afrikaans surname. Right, so Dutch sounding. Yeah, it's like Labuskachni, which is like the most Afrikaans surname you can have. Okay, but um, they don't. They, they don't want to. They Dutch. don't want to associate themselves, I guess, with um, being Afrikaans because they're not Afrikaans. But it's a oh, surname. They, they picked up that name. So they marriage. they pretend like it's French and it's Labouchet. That's not even spelled the same. No, but I think it's quite. I think it's quite funny. Just embrace it, man. Just take There's it. Nothing wrong with being a Labuskachni. No. If you're in Europe and you're a Dutch, no one would think down. And, There's know, nothing down wrong with being a Labuskachni anyway. I know plenty of Labuskachnis. They people. love their brandy and coke. They're great people. Mm. Yeah. That's a policeman's coffee. You know, in South Africa, brandy and coke. Yeah. That's Cuba the... Cuba Libre or whatever. Is that... No, that's rum and No, coke. that's rum and coke. No, they... it's just like it's such a South African drink, especially like it's an African drink. brandy and coke. People yeah. bring drink brandy and coke everywhere, but it's like the name stay. I think Afrikaner. it's literally like the national like Afrikaans drink. Right. It's they drink it at weddings coke. and stuff. I remember everywhere. you showed me that soap opera. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. Brandy and coke, bro. Yeah. I don't like brandy. Brandy and coke's brandy, not bad. Brandy sucks, though. It's not a good liquor. What do they have? They've got like, there's some, what is that stuff that's like vice? What's it called? they got some real bad brandy Brandy's in South Africa. Brandy's bad, dude. Brannavein. It's called Brannavein. Right. Yeah. Brandy and coke. Try it someday. You might start I, speaking Afrikaans. I bet every like most people know what brandy and coke is. I don't know how many people. How many? Put a poll. Brandy is just. N- oh, sure. have, have you drank brandy Christmas and poll. coke before? Because I know in America you guys drink whiskey and coke all the time. Oh, this there's a rule for the poll. What's that? You you have to have drank alcohol or oh, drink alcohol. Sure, you know sure, I mean? sure. I'm just curious. Have you had brandy and coke before? And I'll say I'll put drinkers and because like if you're you you can't say no I don't drink. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Sure. <clears throat> okay cool good good christmas poll is up yeah have Very you ever important. had brandy clip and drift, coke that's right yes clip drift yeah i had that you that's, brought that yeah that i bought that yeah it's like oh, right. clip clippies and colors i say. don't want to bring up an argument but you always be like you were always like oh, i don't like cognac cognac is brandy it's just high-end brandy it's better but brandy. that's why i don't like it it's oh it's, okay it's too like you're not insinuating that you like brandy no oh you don't like brandy no no, no i'm not a big fan i hate brandy. but you know clippies and coke that's what you drink right mm. and that's what makes everyone fight at the clubs? Yeah, well, it's because they're just drunk, right? Well, at 12.03, <laughs> Merry Early Christmas, gents. Bought the Conquering China series on Vimeo last week. By the way, it's for sale still right before Christmas. It's yeah. almost done. And it will go away. Two two or three days left. So it's in the uh, description. Buy our documentary. It's amazing. It's half price. Yeah. And you get the extra one hour behind the scenes. Dude, scene. that's the most important. A lot of people have yeah. reached out because there's a whole scene with the North Koreans they and stuff. They didn't know. Which we couldn't have included yeah. in the main one. Um, is very worthwhile watching. Right. Yeah, please check it out if you get the chance. And I for those of you who have, thank you. You mm. can finally get a little bit of an idea where we come from and why we have such a passion for China. Sure. I have to say the show show is indeed an epic how Oh, There's it is? some pretty gross. how Harrison G says, happy holidays, guys. Thanks thank for you. your work past year. Thank you very much, Harrison. Appreciate you uh, appreciating that. Jim Flagg says, here's a Christmas gift for you guys. Thank you, Jim. That's so generous of you. I really appreciate wow, that. Thank Love you. to see the red. Thank you. Thank you very much. Norman Flair, U.S. vaccination commercial says most uh, COVID deaths are people over 50. That's right. Mm-hmm. Am I too cynical in thinking one of the reasons CCP suddenly dropped COVID zero is fix their upcoming demographics problem? No, that's the amount of money this is going to cost to them. Um, I think that's, that is a bit too cynical to think about that. No, I mean, it's... If that was their case, they would have just done it from the get-go if that or was their goal. Some, some other way to do it. Yeah. Uh, One thing that is really puzzling and stupid about the whole thing is that they could have 
made it mandatory for people to get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, they blocked down the country, right? If they made it mandatory that kids had to be separate, I said this before, from parents, and that you had to be locked in your apartment for months on end. And suffer such outrage from the public. Yes. They made those kind of things mandatory. Why did they not make vaccinations mandatory? could have gotten the real vaccine. Yes, but they didn't. Many times. They're secretly uh, getting it in the country right now, by the way, without announcing it to people. Yeah. Uh, Because Europe's like, listen, we want you to be healthy. <laughs> Again, here here we go with the Western. It's a, you know, yeah, they'll be like, like, but it's all about soft power. You know, it has to be our vaccine or the highway. You yeah, because they them. won't say it's from where. Yeah. Chase Cutton Kitchen. Yo, Winston, no hate, but as someone who's half Lebanese, it irks me how South Africans pr- uh, pronounce the word Arabic. Oh, you say Arabic. <laughs> no, we don't. You do. Do I? Yeah, you always do. I say Arabic of beans. Yeah, and you say Arabic. People. I don't say Arabic. I say Arabic. No, you say I Arabic. say Arabic. You say Arabic. I don't. I, that's why he pointed out. That's why I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a lot of Lebanese in South Africa, actually. Got a lot huge. Of too. It's a huge. Um... It's a tiny country too. It's so crazy. Mm, you guys yeah. are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I love the love Lebanese food, by the way. Fantastic food. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> RCMKPS. Merry Christmas, guys. Love the decorations. Uh, thank you very thank much. You. Yeah, we set this up uh, mm-hmm. right for the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, love to the kiddos and the wives. Thank you for all you do. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, Mark Tomlin, well done. Thank you. I'm I don't know kid. why, but like every time I see that picture, I think Beijing's sus. Can we <laughs> never look at that man again? That just gave me a heart attack when I looked up at the monitor. Yeah. Because it's in my in the office. It's in my peripheral. Yeah. And all I saw is something. I kind of did a double take. I was like, something looks weird. Up there. I have I look never, up ever seen someone with eyebrows like that, other than a cartoon villain. I am not even the kind of person that likes to make fun of how someone looks. Yeah. But that's that's outlandish. It is that's outlandish. just, that's when I have to go, you know what, sea milk? I'm talking to myself in the third person like some Yeah, some people do, yeah. You know what, sea milk? <laughs> and I yell real yeah. loud and I get all uppity and I say, you know, you're not going to be a good person today. You're going to judge someone's appearance because that's just ridiculous. What? It looks yeah. like half pipes. I, I mean, it looks what like he, it? he plucks it and makes it like yes. that. It looks like it looks like an angry How do you get your eyebrows so from thin? From the 1930s. It looks like little ramps. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like a weird Italian mustache or something, but yep. up on your eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, the guy obviously plucks them because, like, I've never seen eyebrows that thin. No. A it's French bizarre. mustache. Sorry. You know those French oh, mustaches? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm lay tired. That's on his <laughs> eyes, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And anyway. that hair, something about that hair texture really irks me. It's just a bad comment. Like I said, he probably doesn't realize that he should change it up a bit. I just don't like how his hair is all the same length. You know what I mean? It's all uniform. (laughs) Yep. Why? I have no idea. Hey, man, that's Chinese propaganda for you there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Anyway, back to the fireplace. Emma Kieria, happy holidays. (laughs) Chinese Pride says, what if uh, so-called color revolution was a rainbow revolution? Uh, Rumor has that there's going to be an LGBTQ uprising during during the Lunar uh, New Year. I doubt 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 it. Um, I mean... More power to anyone that wants to try, but I think right now the uprisings are probably going to be really cracked down on. Yeah, like in any shape Anything, or form. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now the the arrests have gotten out of control. Holy mm-hmm. shit! They're going after people, throwing people in mental asylums that yep. were part of the protests. Mm-hmm. Like in people, like public figures, like teachers, 
they're taking them if they had like the A4 paper and they're throwing, instead of arresting them, they're throwing them in mental asylums because they're like, well, you're in charge of, you know, teaching the, the tomorrow's mm -hmm. youth. So you mm -hmm. must just be crazy sure. to want to be, you know, coerced. Yeah, they'll do whatever they can. And they'll probably use, um, mm -hmm. you know, the COVID infections and deaths as a, as a, as a thing like, ah, oh, yeah. I see, we told you so. You yeah. want to protest against us? This, this is what happened. But they won't claim any deaths. <laughs> no, that's true. Seven. Remember yes. seven so seven far. Deaths, Officially seven. Yeah. So just remember at the beginning of the outbreak with those low numbers, it was the same thing. And we know this because there were reports of people telling everyone, yeah. hey, they died of COVID, but we wrote it down as pneumonia yeah. because we like had to keep the infection the, they low. They were crying. Remember yeah. people in the hospital system. Yeah. Mawai James uh, says that the dude got an Edgar Bull cut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kony Tsung, uh, Merry Christmas to both you and your family. It's going to be in Taiwan for a few days starting Lunar New Year. Going to nice. skip the visiting in-laws, though. China seems too chaotic to visit now. Yeah, probably. Dude, don't, don't do it. Also, look. I have to say this, that um, looking after the elderly is now of, like a very high priority. Yeah. So, look, the Chinese Lunar New Year is another horrible, horrible thing that's about to happen mm. because that's when everyone moves around the country specifically to go spend time with their extended family. So people living in the cities go back to their rural hometowns where all the old people are waiting. So if you have COVID and you're going back to your family for Chinese New Year, you might take it with you and kill your grandparents, basically. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just, it's a possibility. And I think we're going to see a huge surge in um, infections when good. this happens. Not it's good. going to be awful. So I think, <clears throat> honestly, um, the best thing for you to do is to not go and visit your grandparents um, or your parents-in-law or whatever if you can help it, you know? I know it sucks. You know what? Uh, thanks, Hunter, for the idea. Um, put that picture back up real quick. Sure. It's interesting that, you know, like a lot of companies are moving out of China. Um, Nike apparently hasn't because he is absolutely <laughs> sponsored by Nike. Yeah, just upside down. Just upside Nike down. ticks. Yeah, it's probably a counter, like a counterfeit Nike. Yeah, you know, like, I'd say, yeah. just do it. Tell your kid bedtime stories about the Belt and Road Initiative. But use your upside down Nike eyebrows. To yeah, I mean, if you emphasize. just did a handstand, you know, <laughs> that it could say just do it. Because you know, like it's two shoes, right? So there's one in each shoe. Yeah. So if he did a hat, he'd be like reverse. Yeah. It doesn't matter which way he goes. Yeah. You'd see two. Imagine Nike it, like Nike does an ad campaign. It's just him doing a handstand. <laughs> and you know his thin ass hair would be like this. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man, we got to stop making fun of this dude. Hair. <laughs> I do. You know that kind that texture. And it's always the kind, you know, that hair. Yeah. I, I don't want to be a dick, but that right there. Mm -hmm. That that kid, like when he was a kid, not his kid, that kid. Yeah. Just picture him as like eight. No, the ten. Okay. He's at the front of the classroom talking to his history teacher and his history teacher's like just trying to drink his Mountain Dew and he's on break and he's like, God, why won't Bob go away? You know, like, and he's like, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith, um, uh, did you know that, uh, the Romans actually didn't get defeated in the battle like the history book said? You know, he does this kind of stuff. Right? I don't think he'd be doing that. He'd be like, you know, China's Belt and like Road this, Initiative. To get his hair. Because his hair is all the same length. Because his mom takes him to like like barber school. Who knows? Maybe this guy was like the coolest kid in high school. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, maybe he was. Maybe he was the coolest kid and went to his head. And then, you know, he was just too cool for school. And he left and he went to China. And then like, he just degraded had, no, to this. No, he had what? a permanent milk mustache. <laughs> I don't know, and, man. I don't know about this whole like American bully culture. And he, That's not me. No, and he he just <laughs> yeah. he bullied the teacher by wasting his time mm -hmm. all the time after school. And the other kids were like, you. Bob, just sit down. I guess you he know? needed to go somewhere where they would listen to him just because of virtue of what he looks like. Yes. He's yeah. actually kid. That's perfect.
Well, actually. Oh, yeah, he's actually good, yeah. Doesn't he look like it? I'll miss anyway, you. Why? Uh, <laughs> stop. Okay, I don't want to hear wait, wait. I'm going to attend a forum in Beijing on the Belt and Road Initiative. What's that? Okay. <laughs> he is actually kid. He is actually. I, I okay. told you. Actually. It's him. Now it's my dude. turn to. It's now him. it's like you gave me that. I was waiting for that little hook, you know? Yes. I got you now. Now you're going to learn all about like globalization. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stephanie B says he was toilet trained at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, I mean, I I'm always kind of against making fun of people, no, of but course, but this but like, this guy is bro, you're a shill. Yeah, he's a, a shill. Working for the Chinese government and throwing his kid under the bus, dude. How immoral is that? This poor kid. You know, when she's a teenager, if anyone finds this this historical document, it's gonna be terrible. Cause dude, like they included her in a lot. They took her on these. We'll show you some of them in the future. We'll blur her out, of course. But yeah, she on all these, deserve any of this. No, she went on all these Belt and Road stupid like um, things where she had to go and do shill work with her dad, and it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, somebody's somebody's upset. There's. I was like, I was like, this guy keeps saying it's so stupid. Like, move on, stop harping on about this. So I'm like, oh, people hate this. When I look, and it's just the same person. Oh, okay. someone was really upset about. Could be that. him. What if it's him? Might be. Welcome He's, to the show. Welcome You're to the You're going to be a permanent resident now. And, well, give him a chance to make it good. You know, yeah. maybe he's changed his tune about the whole thing. Again, that was a while ago. Even though it's probably going to keep scrolling. Oh, yeah. No, it's, there's stuff from like a couple of months where he's in it. Yeah. Keep the good work. Thank you very much, Rafa. Merry Christmas. David Pay. What? I'm just like, the, this. These are, the American drinks like this. It's wild, isn't it? It's like got a, a car that's eaten a raspberry, like, you know. And it's like Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark with a blast of raspberry lemonade. Yeah. Flavored with other flavored with other natural flavors. There's nothing natural about this. It tastes synthetic as shit. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you drink it. Yeah. You do. Shall we move on? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Some things I can't pronounce. Yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Don't chemical shame. It's got sixty-six milligrams per twelve fluid ounces of caffeine. It's not, not a lot. Yeah, all. you would know. Yeah. A cup of coffee's over two hundred. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not a lot. No. Cool. You're good. Just, the the designs not, are cool. We're not sponsored by Mountain No, Dew, I'm so. not I'm just yeah. it's ridiculous. Are they cool? It looks ri- ridiculous. Yeah. It looks like a freaking weird like it should be on an eighties skateboard or something. Oh, okay. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got like a mean car that's biting down on a raspberry. <laughs> anyway, let's move yeah. on. David Pei, if you're a teacher in Huadu, Guangzhou, you would remember the moment where Ronald McDonald's statue was arrested and taken down. That's right. <laughs> Temporary name. It says, my first super chat. Oh, sweet. Whatever IDR the currency is, you give 100,000 of them. So that's very nice. That's great. Thank um, you for that. <laughs> I heard some high-ranking CCP officials got infected. Is this my future? Everyone's infected. Yeah. It's literally gonna, everyone. It's going to be very difficult. Yeah. Of course, the, the top leadership will be kept away from the public. They'll still get it. It, it will happen. Everyone maybe, gets maybe. it. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Chinese Pride says that guy should be called Gables Glasses. Okay. Joseph Gables. Yeah, yeah. Or Goebbels. Girl, is yeah. it Goebbels? Yeah. yeah. Um, did your parents get COVID yet? Yeah, everyone got COVID. Yeah, yeah. My parents got it. Everyone has had COVID in the whole country. Yeah. yeah Mo- most people, multiple times. Yeah, my parents weren't vaccinated. They got. Oh, they my got parents a, were. They got it pretty bad, but like <clears throat> they were fine. Were asymptomatic. Yeah, they were just like. Like a heavy flu for oh, about okay. a week. Gotcha. And then they were okay. Yeah. 
uh, Magic by the Millions. Hey, I'm going to study Singapore for six months starting in January, but I'm quite open to, when it comes to my thoughts about the Chinese government. Any tips to something to look out for? Um, I wouldn't worry about that in Singapore. Singapore is pretty good. Singapore has got Chinese soft power, but it's not like influence. If you're studying there and you've got Chinese uh, Mm -hmm. classmates from mainland China, you know, they might give you some trouble. Yeah. They might report you to the, um, if you're speaking out against, yeah, it doesn't matter. You could do that in Singapore. Yeah. But just, you might get, you might get harassed and stalked. If you're like, and death threats. If you're vocal. From, from the Chinese students. That does happen. Yeah. You're and they'll report those, you to everything. You're not going to get those things just for studying there. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, if you're vocal, if you're going sure. to, like, I don't know, very vocal about free to bed or something like that, sure. you know, and you've got Chinese classmates, you could get hassle from them. But yes. you're not going to get into trouble from the government or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, KP Hack says, so thoughtful of CCP to co- accommodate a regarded foreigners by providing them with immediate jobs. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so progressive, isn't it? It's good, like, Dude, socialist principles. If I'm, not, It's no joke, but if you do look at the people that are in in the media, state media, they're kind of a mixed bunch of basket cases. And it's it's worse now. Yeah. It's worse it now. It is worse now. Like, he was in the prime time where it was kind of socially acceptable. Yeah. Kind of. I say kind of. 2017 is kind of. Yeah. That's when it was starting to get bad. But now... I mean, it's a very small pool now. Yeah, you know, they had to they had to groom and create some. And I mean, that's the thing. Um, no, I I really am against just attacking people. Yeah, I don't like to do that. But when you look at some of these people, we've got literally criminals and yeah. weirdos. Because there's no one left. Yeah, like really, like awful people. Because no one wants to live in China. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can you practice Christianity openly in China? I'm here to find me. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the state runs churches for sure. You can't yes. practice your own version. Um, yeah, yeah. You, like you wouldn't you be can't, able to... And you can't proselytize. Yeah, and you can't, you can't, you can't go around preach. telling people about it. Yeah. You know, you can't go stand on a soapbox and say, Jesus is Lord yeah, or something. You get, get in trouble, you know? GS says, hello, guys from India. Uh, has Hi. Pakistanis, Pakistan's propaganda, ISPR, has joined hands with China propaganda team as they are pro-CCP comments in Hindi on YouTube. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, they're really trying to wrap Pakistan into a massive ally for them. Yeah. And it's getting pushback, though. There's a lot of Pakistanis that don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. We actually met, remember we met some very rich Pakistanis that were had moved to China and were kind of part of that soft power team. Yeah, yeah, I remember, remember them. them. Yeah, I do. I do. They were very, that <laughs> one of them is a very interesting man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. A very annoying man. <laughs> <laughs> Super annoying. Oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. Never Ooh. forget. Never forget. He was oh. basically a shill. Yeah. If you think about it. And a it. stalker. And a stalker. Yeah. Abraham Alvarez. Jeez. Poor kid. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to harp on that. No, I mean, that's the thing. That's why we blurred her out. It's yeah. not, it's immoral for don't them to use talk kids. About that, you know what I mean? Uh, Chinese pride. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Black Halo 6. Um, this is as dystopia as it gets with BRI propaganda. It turns, turns my stomach. Mm-hmm. Turns my stomach. Um, yeah, I agree. Gunfox 61. How is, how is the poor girl not falling asleep? I know, right? Maybe it is the best. <laughs> yo, what? And yo, you figured it out. What's Have you ever that? seen the Polar Express? Yeah, yeah. It's like that yeah. 3D movie. Yeah, about yeah, I did. He's the nerdy kid from Polar Express. You know, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I can't you remember. Any tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm going to have to look it up. You got you right. to see. Let's see if you remember. Oh, yeah, he kind of <laughs> does. Everybody hates him. He kind of does, but he doesn't have the eyebrows, though. No, he's That's got the texture That's Cruella DeVille all the way. For sure. Yeah. 
Uh, mm. Black Halo 6. Does that animal book describe TCM uses? All right. Oh, All right, Black Halo 6. Actually, my kid's got the exact same if book. If you were ethnically Chinese, I would not be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. um, um, actually, my kid's got the exact same book. Just like Dong Wu or whatever. Sure. Uh, moving koala, things. Moving things. Koala That's 1203. What animals are in Chinese. Moving things. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's already on the internet, my friend. Uh, Mary Ann, David Lopan, thank you. Uh, in all fairness, the Silk Road wasn't a Chinese invention. It was predominantly a global effort of the China, of the ancient world. India has more roads than China. Uh, I guess people were going to China to get stuff, right? Yeah. So they worked out the trade routes. It's not like China was... I mean, it's it was, it was a partner, right? Well, of course, but I, I mean, if you think about it, they're the source. They're not going like, let's make this road... You know, people come to us to buy our stuff. We don't have sure. to go somewhere else to sell it. That's true. Um, that's semantics. I didn't, so, yeah, but I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Filipino white boy. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? Uh, Brian Kane. I can't wait to see the dad talk about the nine dash line before bedtime. <laughs> oh, There's some similar there. stuff. Don't worry. We'll get to it because he's, he's going to be a recurring guest on the show. Hovik Arnian says, I just want to see Mario angrily screaming propaganda at children. I mean, I could picture that, dude. There is like, well, you could direct it at anyone, but he's got some crazy new stuff. He's what he's he was gloating about um, getting my Twitter suspended, by the way, because he was one of the people who reported my is go that, jump in a lake tweet. Is that something you want to admit to? Like, because in the end, mm -hmm. if anything were to go down, and you were like the Chinese government was telling him or influencing him to do something as an American citizen, probably not a good idea to be like, I'm the one that did that. Sure. It's like bordering on transnational repression at that point. It's kind of funny. You the probably guys don't want to do Very, that. very unhinged. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't like the video I made about him. Sure. Well, I mean. At all. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's just what he puts out in public by himself. You know what I mean? Blame yourself, bro. Anthony Saints. Uh, wow, the Wumaos hinder me from helping you guys today. I say oh, frig yeah? them and the CCP. Oh, what happened, Anthony? Yeah. Um, where are we here? Uh, oh, sorry. It's a pity Bob debuted after the Royal Rumble. He'd probably be out of the ring within seconds. Bob probably would have been in it, and actually he probably will be next year. Oh, he will. Um, as long as he makes a soundboard, it's probably the rule for the Rumble, right? Yep. If you make the soundboard. Oh, yeah, there'll be, like there's more. some choice little things in there. Like Chinese Ox is in there. He's not on the soundboard. Yeah, you know, but I mean, he's a character. He's a part of the show. Yes. And Mr. Eyebrows will be, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder what his representation will be. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting to see. Anthony Saints, uh, well, the Belt and Ro Road will help me go to sleep faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I judge you, uh Like fried chicken? Sigachuan Oh, yes. That's the... Yeah, that's that's something we haven't covered. I think did we, we covered Sega Man. Pretty sure we did. Okay, it's Chinese propaganda campaign. Yeah, he says, "Why, just David? Uh, well, me, yes. I just David. This dude. Gotta follow it up. Uh, do you think Xi Jinping does crack or meth? I don't think he does either. Uh, David Lopez. He does pork. That's all he does. Yeah. Hard, hard pork. <laughs> yeah. It's like hard, new drug hits the street. Hard, hard pork. pork. Yeah. yeah. He gets the pink stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, did you gentlemen hear about Hu Xinyu, who was kidnapped from Zhiyuan Middle School? He may be evidence of illegal uh, organ harvesting of teens. Yeah, actually, David, I think we, we spoke about it. Did we? Oh, no, we no, didn't. No, we didn't. We talked about the kids. 
Um, yeah, that was all part of that whole dialogue, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen. Dude trims his eyebrows to a communist sickle. Oh, maybe that's what it is. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Uh, like Lecker, as I call <laughs> yeah, you. Lecker. My parents, who still live in China, both got affected and now have link, having low fever. Internal CCP report says at least 280 million people are positive. That would make perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, Alex Shield says, greetings from Austria. Thanks for your exceptional coverage uh, from of China and the CCP. Learned most of what I know about China from you guys. Thank you. We appreciate that. I haven't seen the subpar Sinovac may actually cause antibody-dependent enhancement, causing more severe sy- symptoms. Uh, maybe that's why people in China suffer higher fever. I actually don't know about that. Yeah. David Lopan, uh, does Selena Wong have green eyes? What? <laughs> no. Dude, stop being weird. It's from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, no, she doesn't. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, David, she does. We love you. Actually, David, big shout out to David, um, because he does the timestamps of the video. So mm-hmm. when you want to see a certain part of the show, uh, Just go into I the would comments. say, yeah, about an hour after the, the show goes live, go into the comments. One of the top voted ones, as always, will be David's uh, t- David's timestamps, as we call yeah. them. Go, come, come one, come all, come see David's timestamps. timestamps.org, yeah. Uh, Terry Nee says, boys, when I was a child, my dad would read me poo, the eminent domain bear. <laughs> okay. I don't know why that was in a southern accent. Yeah, because no he idea. started with boys, I think. Yeah, maybe. boys. <laughs> you know, like, sure. Boy, <laughs> thanks for a year of invaluable insight. You have offered information unavailable to most. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Paul Sinkins. Thank you very much, Charles Womack. Did you guys ever take a complete and full day off? I don't think we ever have. No, we don't normally um, no. take days off. It's occasionally we like if it so happens that you know we're too sick or some, something. Yeah. Um, I went on a road trip recently, um, but just for a day. I drove 10 hours, and then I drove back um, early the next day. It was kind of crazy, but that was still for work. Did you have any bad weather? Mm, Yeah, of course, dude. It's snowing and weird, and I'm not used to driving in these circumstances. But you know what? Hey, I managed to make it through. Good job. I always find very interesting interactions on the road in America. It's my favorite thing to do is to go on a road trip. I haven't done one in ages. so That's cool. Glad you managed to do it. Yeah. I really enjoy the content you guys put out. Thank you very much. Golden Age Flash, thank you. Gunfox61 says 5,000 per day. I hate to say this, but the real numbers are likely five to 10 times that China-wide. For example, 90,000 uh, in the U.S. die of flu per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, speculation. We could go with what we got, right? Per day, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, of course, it's going to be stupid numbers, but we'll never know because, as you see, the Chinese government will not release those numbers. No, we also don't want to exaggerate. Yeah. Devlos, in Singapore, PRC has emptied out pharmacies and supermarkets. Uh, actually, same in Taiwan, believe it or not, because a yeah. lot of Taiwanese people have family members or friends in China, as do we. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when we did, we bought shit tons of PPE and sent it over. But don't, don't forget, there's also tons of, uh, you know... China. Chinese citizens living and working in Taiwan too. Yeah, not 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 that many. Not as yeah, many, yeah, of sure. course, but they're there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to, to arrange. Like yeah. it was my landlady. She, her husband was from Guangzhou. Yeah, and that was a big deal in our neighborhood in Taiwan. Yeah. Like everyone knew about that. That's not uh, that's not common. Yeah, you know? I, I get it, but you yeah. know, like it does happen. Sure, it does happen. Yeah, the Daigo networks mm. are vast, and there's a oh, lot of yeah. money involved. Yeah. That's the thing. The Daigo mm. networks that they make so much money. Sure. And when I was in Japan and I went to a shop to go and my, my wife wanted to get a specific sweater, I think it was a pair of jeans, whatever. So we went to the shop. Yeah. And there was a, a Chinese student who mm. is doing Daigo. Sure. She was standing in the queue in front of us and we were about to ask the, the person, like, you know, do you have these jeans in stock? And she went up to the front counter and was like, have you got all those jeans on order for me? Like, and 
she had bought all of the ones in the shop, jeans oh. or sweater, whatever, and they were under the counter waiting for her. Oh. It's freaking annoying. They're yeah. just everywhere. So my wife negotiated with her, and she, mm. she agreed to sell my wife a pair or whatever it was. I'm just like, why? Why do we have to deal with this? You know, yeah. it's not fair. Don't strip the shelves of things, you know? It's like the oceans. And that's the thing. <clears throat> she added her on WeChat, and then we saw, like, pictures in her WeChat of all her haul that she gets every day. And she goes and buys all the medicines and all the, you sure. know, all the things. And mm. just, like, this, this apartment floor is just full of goods. And it's illegal. That's the thing. Yeah. They send it back without paying customs and they don't pay taxes on either side. No. So they just buy a bunch of crap and sell it for like triple. It's scalpers and it's yes. it's scummy. For I don't sure. like it. Sorry, guys. We'll move the salon. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, you know, you I, guys I, are dropping. And Daigo, bro. Yeah. Just don't like him. For sure. Uh, China blocked PPN meds from being sent out in 2020 in our time of need. And now they take from us now. Yep. Simon, Simon Nasserus says CCP is notorious Machiavellian when it comes to holding power. Any chance that the CCP is using this crisis to bump off some elderly citizens? We've covered that. We don't think so. Yep. Chinese pride, shall we commit ourselves to a new, re- new Year's resolution to crack down on politicians who placate and prop up the CCP instead of their own compatriots? I absolutely agree with that. That's a great idea. Let's do it. I love your idea, Chinese pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Schultz, happy Christmas. What advice would you give Chinese and their families to survive the situation? I mean... Take vitamins and stay healthy. Like, there's not much advice you can have. We've all gone through this. It's going to happen. You just have to do what you can to remain as healthy as possible. Yeah. And um, I I would say try to keep contact with your elderly family members to a minimum. Check up on them. I mean, but yeah, but don't. That's what I'm saying. Check up on them. Yeah. Don't go. Don't. (laughs) Like, if you can, avoid it. Yes. And I guess, you know, look, home tests. You probably got tons from the whole pandemic lockdown. Sure. So if you if you are going to visit <clears throat> your elderly friend, just test yourself beforehand. Yeah. You know? Common sense wisdom, decoupling, trying to play around and against any rules for their benefits. Lecker mm-hmm. says, Wolf Warrior, Jolly Jenna's wife got mo- mocked for asking for help with anti-fever meds after they both got infected with the fever. Karma does exist. Ken Kenneth, CCP, can hot something with a hot dog. Okay. Uh, Libby sure. Klein, big governments equals disaster. The thirst for power, the secrets, lies, and greed will never end. It never ends when a government has too much power. You're right, Libby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodland Sage, I could really use some thoughts and prayers. I recently lost an affectionate old gray tabby cat. He had a knack for making others uncomfortable. How oh, I miss that cat, Mr. Galloway. Please come back. <laughs> you got me. I, you have to yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty to, funny. I was about to give you my condolences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have the cat thing here mm-hmm. right now. Thank, thank the Lord. Uh, Will Smith, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, Sam Windmill, kind of funny that I just bought new winter boots and realized that they're made in China. Uh, mm. My condolences. Kit Kat <laughs> uh, says, this is obviously Cantonese, because it says, Baba. I have seen these characters in Cantonese, which I honestly, if I'm totally honest with you, I do not understand those Cantonese uh, phrasing. Like, this looks like poop, right? This is a, yeah. I know, I can read the Wumao part. Yeah. Fen Wu Mao, whatever. No, can't see no, from no. here. But like that character, <clears throat> what is this character? It doesn't, it doesn't even translate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can safely say I don't know. It looks like poop, though. Yeah, Chia. Oh. Cantonese alternative form of poop. Oh, so it's an alternative Cantonese form of poop. Okay, oh, interesting. I learned something new. I couldn't recognize that. I was yeah. on the right track. 
Yeah, you are. Will Smith, is it okay to pull, call the police on abusive little pinks? I mean, if they do something illegal. Mm. Matthew Phillips, uh, would Chinese Yeah, people... you can actually. Remember that guy in Boston got arrested? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, if they do something illegal. If they're stalking mm. you, if they're yeah. doing death threats against you, if they're doxing you. What I can see, like the, what I can mm. see from the US government right now, even Europe as well, is that they're taking that shit seriously right now. As that's they why should. we've been doing the DOJ coverage because I didn't see that stuff happening. No, until it's very new. Recently. It's new. Uh, Matthew Phillips says, would Chinese people understand when told to knock at the door at 3 a.m. going for tea when referring to police uh, for political no, no, no words? Of course. And you could also say checking the water meter. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Hamilton, thank you very much. Ridiculous. Gents, I am outraged by your ableism towards Xi. He is a developing man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be the developing man. Canned. Yeah. Canned. Uh, please, C-Milk, do the COVID song. Swan, 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 swan. I don't know what came over me, but I was just singing that mm. to my kid the other day. And I Why were you singing that to your kid? So she learned how to say sing that a little bit. My wife gets so pissed off. Why? It's a great well, tune. Because she just sings it now randomly in public. So what? No so she sang it that. at like a Chinese restaurant the other day when uh, there were other Chinese people around. She was very embarrassed. Uh, they're Cantonese people. They don't yeah. pay attention oh. to Mandarin. Yeah, I mean, they, they got funny, funny looks, around, though. That's very true. Some funny looks. Mm. She's like, don't teach her that. So then oh, I was teaching her that tong, teaching her the Tongsawala song, you know? And she also doesn't like that one either because it's about like scamming. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's My kid's cute. going around singing like Nijubu Jida Drongola. Who cares? It's a good song. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's better than that, like Balor Boa. You know, I'm so sick and tired of Balor Boa. Balor Boa. No, it doesn't go like that. Balor Boa. Balor It doesn't go like that either. Yes, it is. Hey, 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 hey. Balor Hey, hey, Balor Boa. Yeah. I know a lot of Chinese songs. I'm sure you do. Stephanie B. Thank you very much. That's very generous, Stephanie. I appreciate you with your hilarious comment earlier, too. Merry Christmas to you and your families. May you have joy this season. May all of us have joy this season. And I can mirror that. God bless. Thank you so much. Cambion says, oh, Andy boy, the deeds the deeds are calling. Inside joke, perhaps. Right. Sure is. What do you think about Dmitry Medvedev meeting with Xi and the Russian CCCP? You mean the... Soviet flag in the room. That was crazy. And the one thing that really struck me was that they were talking about the partnership, not between Russia and China, but between the CCP and the Russian party, right? <laughs> That's what they were talking about. And it wasn't with Putin. So it was very weird. It was really weird. Super weird, actually. It's pretty weird. Walter Deadman, DHL might not deliver to heaven or hell, but Amazon might. Yeah, definitely to hell. <laughs> Amazon definitely delivers to hell. Oh, for yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. The ape of Naples. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a cool name. It is. Uh, Chinese people don't believe in carbon monoxide while burning the stuff inside. Sure. That's actually the imminent threat is, is the carbon monoxide. It was yeah. a big fire. Yeah, dude. And it's like all the windows are closed and stuff there. Don't do that. No, don't be ridiculous. Lord Chagrin. Merry Christmas, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Dima, greetings from Tokyo. Hope you guys have a great Christmas. Great Christmas. For oh, your yeah, absolutely. Great. Uh, Nicholas Lezek, Merry Christmas to you. I will still pause whenever Winston says it's hard to say. Okay. <laughs> Uh, any plans to add our country? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's uh, like hard to say. This is our country. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas, thank you very much. This is very generous of you. Merry Christmas mm. to you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll finish the poll. Have you tried brandy and coke? Oh, 32% of people have had brandy and coke. See, it's, it's a minority. It is All a minority. Of, yeah. Every single one of them is Afrikaans. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, that's like 0.1% of our audience. So <laughs> I mean, that's like physically it, impossible. Well, then, you know, they are representing the Afrikaans nation. Sure. 
know? I mean, I've had it in America before I met you. So yeah, that's only because like Afrikaans influence has actually had no idea found about Afrikaans. Its... Yeah, but I mean, it not, found its not way my there. hometown. Yeah, but I mean, they only had that on offer <laughs> because of that. It was actually because I was at a shit club that served like like college kids or whatever on off nights. You know? Sounds good. Like, and it was that's... like you got the dregs, you know. There we go. And then what you're going to do is you're going to drink that. And the next minute, someone's going to be staring at you and you look at them and they'll be like, what you looking at? You know, the next minute, it, people would get stabbed and shot. It was a very dangerous place. Um, Anthony Saints. Hey, just wondering if a middle-aged lady started the California fires. I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you talking about the burning the thing in the... Oh, yeah. I get the joke. It's now. entirely yeah. possible. I've seen them, the, the IEs burn that stuff like in on the sidewalk where there's flammable grass and stuff and they just burn it there. I've got footage of that. Yes. I'll show it next time. Chinese Pride mm. again says, China is heavily in involved in trying to influence the Middle East. Uyghurs be like, what? <laughs> Muslims shouldn't betray the Ummah by supporting CCP Haram. Very true. I've heard that many times. Oh, yeah. Ryan Kane, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you too. I'm so happy I jumped onto the anti-CCP ship earlier this year during my Chinese 102 course. You guys taught me a lot and enriched my life. Here's a digital hug for both of you. Thank you hey, very much, Brian. Hey, really That's appreciate really nice. that. Thank you. Sci-fi wasabi. I wonder if Ricochet is like Ricochet, so that all the insults bounce right off of him. I guess so. Yeah, for sure. Wow, that's a little too much for me. Uh, Kane Forbes, Merry Crimbus, guys. Make sure you trim your Crimbus bush. Uh, keep it wet. What is that? Thanks for that. It's a joke. Okay. It's just a thing. All right. You have to know. You have to know about Crimbus, the Crimbus season. It's all about getting, not not. It's all about receiving, not giving. Okay. Yeah. Um, be keen to chat next. Uh, a little next year about artistic repression and the social infiltration in the south of the world. Hope you can get a break and rest a little bit. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, David Lopan says, Brandy and cocaine? No! No. Brandy Dave. and coke. Stop trying to get us banned. Branavane and coke. Clippies Daniels, and cola. You know? Daniels Porter says, uh, if China dislikes Japan so much, why do they keep buying Japanese cars and other products? Uh, there's also a man... It's a love-hate relationship. Please make a Bing Chi Ling sound effect. Well, maybe we can um, I feel like it's overdone. John Sheena was in the Royal Rumble, by the way. He was. Yeah. He was. He came in with his bing chilling nonsense. He didn't do great. Nah. I won't spoil it, though. Yeah. Matt Peters. Merry Christmas, guys. Much love from my family to yours. Thank you very much. Thank you. David Pay says, Turd Ferguson is from SNL. Oh, Norm MacDonald is Bert. Oh, okay, so it's a character. Okay. From Saturday Night Live. Didn't know. Um, the Ape of Naples said, Brandy and Eggnog is life. Hmm. I don't like it, eggnog very much. Isn't eggnog already alcoholic? Yeah. Well, you put rum in it to make it alcoholic. But you, you can, can buy, buy eggnog you, base. You, but you can buy alcoholic eggnog. Yeah. Most people will buy it in a carton and then mix their alcohol into it. Oh, really? Because yeah. like, I buy the alcoholic stuff as it is. People will do that. You can buy, like, more... remember Costco? You, we used to buy it? Yeah. It's more common for you to buy the non-alcoholic one and mix it yourself. You use it as, like, eggnog base. I see. It's like in a carton, like, milk. I kind of like it. It's very cinnamony and rich. It's but okay. that's problem is it's a bit rich. So when it's you drink rich. too much, it's like you, you get like, oh, it's like if you eat it's too much sick. like chocolate cake or it's something. It's pretty you know? sick. Yeah, yeah you yeah, do. It's pretty, pretty awful. But it kind of puts you in the mood. Oh, yeah. Having one cup is fine, but you don't want to get drunk off eggnog. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I can because I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> you would do And it just doesn't taste great You're after cooking a while. by Joe Boy. So yeah, you, it's true. You, find, you yeah. find what you have laying around. It's what you do. Not so much anymore. No, no. This but is, you know, you're, old times. when you run out, you when still you need out, you're you looking. He's like, what is here? Never gone to the depths of turpentine or anything. Yes. It never yes. will. But, yeah. you know. 
Oh, brandy is actually the traditional alcohol mixed with nog, but people, some people prefer spiced rum as well. Oh, they do. We uh, we always drank with rum, spiced okay. rum. Yeah, Captain Morgan's, you know, mm-hmm. the gold kind. We drank the shit out of Captain that Morgan's. Stuff is another like massive, th- yeah. Captain Morgan's spiced rum. They had the gold flex in it. That one. No, no, it's not gold flex. That's gold schlager. No, totally no, there's different. there's a Captain Morgan's with gold flakes in it. Oh, too. is there? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we used to get. The Why one are you drinking China? gold, by the way? I don't know. Why are you drinking gold? I'm just saying, like the the whole. Don't put this on me. The whole idea of drinking gold. I'm just saying you as in oh, like okay. humans. So yoder in, you know, like don't drink metals. Yeah, don't drink metal. It's a dumb idea. Ridiculous. Yeah. I remember when me and my cousins were snuck downstairs when we were kids just to sneak some liquor from my uncles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had he had he had all kinds of stuff, and I remember distinctly remember um, what's that one that we hate, me and you? Sambuca. Yeah, oh. they had that. We took sips of that and we're like, this is the worst. It's like black licorice, but with sugar in it. It's but really bad. They had Goldschlager, which tastes kind of like fireball whiskey, but it's <laughs> yeah. clear and has gold in it. And we thought that was the coolest shit in the world because it had gold floating. When you're yeah. like 14 year old, yeah, yeah. swigging that, pretending like you're a baller. Sure. You know? yeah. And it's just actually cheap crap. Yeah. It's like liqueur. Don't drink metals, though. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to get in trouble because I drank underage when I was a kid. You know what I used Prove to it. do? You know what I used to do? What? Um, I used to, my parents, because I know they're watching. Yeah. I'm sorry. But they, <laughs> they don't drink like at all. Mm. They're not teetotalers, but it's like once in a grand while. Sure. You know, maybe my dad will have something. My mom bought him a very cheap shit bottle of tequila. You know, the bargain basement handle. Small one. Okay. Jose Cuervo. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that's good to that funky bottle. Yeah, you know how, like, if you're going <clears> to <throat> steal someone's vodka, it's easy. You just put water in it. Sure. Unless they freeze it, and then they catch you. Because sure. one of my friend's dad's caught us doing that. He <laughs> really? throws his bottle, and it's just ice solid. And he's like, you <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, he's stealing my liquor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But with the tequila, it's trickier because mm. it's yellow, mm. right? So you're not, you water it down. That's going to dilute, and you're going you're gonna to know. So the once a year, my dad's going to have some tequila. It's going to be hard to steal, right? And I had an ingenious idea. What's that? I would put a little bit of yellow food coloring in right. with the water, and it made it emoy young. Like exactly. You could tell same. the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, through the year, I, I had worked my way down this. I was like 15 or something. Sure. Whenever they would leave. And I would always pour it in, like, with, like, green tea or something. And I would, I would get, like, I would get a kick out of, like, drinking it in front of people. You know, like, I'm just <laughs> having do, tea. Doing something naughty. Yeah, yeah. doing something yeah. naughty. But eventually, my mom made, it was like Cinco de Mayo or something, and my mom made margaritas for my dad. He's like, there's no alcohol in this because it was just yellow water. <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, did they catch you? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. Who else is going to be doing it? My sure. one-year-old brother? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably not, yeah. Uh, Daniel's Porter, is Hello Talk safe to use? It seems to have a CCP bias. Yeah, it's it's been... Uh, it's been I'm not taken gonna, over. I'm not going to say it like with full authority, but I would be, I would be hyper-careful with it. So sure. I'll put it out there. And their program... For live members requires no talking about Taiwan or Tiananmen Square, for example. Yeah. That's horrific. Yep. David Lopan said, try Southern Comfort 100. Oh, I hate Southern Comfort. It's 50% alcohol, which is crazy. It's high. Yeah, like I know it. I know it. But it's sweet mm-hmm. with sugar in it. Oh, yikes. Yeah, yeah. Not great. Mm. Uh, put that in golden eggnog. Okay. Try it out. Uh, Fred Murphy, any SoCal meetings in the future? No, we're not going to have any meetings, period, probably. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we, we might have some, some patron kind of... Yeah, little get-togethers. I mean, that's kind of what our Shaban Ho is all about. It's kind of like a, yeah. we get together with people. And it's awesome. Definitely join Shaban Ho. Definitely yeah. see that Royal Rumble. You're not going to yeah. want it. People loved it. Yeah, we loved it. We loved it. Jennifer, mm-hmm. hey, guys, want to join? I uh, hope you have a merry magical Christmas with your families. Here's a pint for Santa, which is when I used to leave. That's a much Thank better you. than milk. 
Oh, we used to, I used to color. use whiskey, remember? Yeah, it's nice. He must be drunk. What, Santa? Yeah. No, not really. Not when you drink so much, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm Fair saying? <laughs> Colleen, we always left a beer for, in a shop for Santa. That's really nice. Yeah. That's how you can tell if that's an alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ping Anjia Kwaila. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hag Hanukkah, Somiech, Happy Yelda. Sorry, I don't, I don't know those words, but fair enough. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, Happy Hanukkah as well. Yeah, we might as well shout out Hanukkah and all the other holidays. That's what Happy Holidays yeah. is all about. Did I just hit something? No, why? Okay, sorry. I think I just hit a. Oh, you hit a key. Uh, Mao's birthday and new ball sack. Oh, you want a ball sack? Yeah, yeah. You get a new ball sack. Hey, hey, ball sack. Brought to you by Watsons? Watsons. Not brought to you. No, not Watsons. brought to you by Watsons. Brought to you by the man who <laughs> craves Watsons. He lives for Watsons. He's like, I will not be drinking any he, of the local he, water. Yeah, you won't. And he wakes up with shakes. Because yeah. he has nightmares about the WIV, Wuhan Institute of Virology. And he wakes up and he grabs right next to his bed stands tons of Watsons. And when he's run out of Watsons and there's nothing else, he just urinates back in the can. <laughs> That's you what know? he loves. <laughs> yeah, he's wow, like... What a piss drinker. Yeah. <laughs> Ball sack. <laughs> anyway, yeah. In Minecraft, of course. Mm-hmm. Sean Wilkinson, Mr. Keys, just bought the documentary, Hail She. Okay, why okay. are we hailing She? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ying Yang Dragoon, first super chat, been a sub for years now, but wanted to point out the plush toy that the girl has in her hands is Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, that's great. Out. That yeah. was pre-ban. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got timed out for being too excited. Okay. Um, Jessica Murph, happy holidays. This is my first super chat today. Join your patron. I, Thank I you. have to finish watching the Royal Rumble and Shabon Ho. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank Jessica. you so much for joining. We appreciate it. We'll see you on Monday. Yeah. Um, a genuine Merry Christmas to you both. And that is from Doc Slothington. Doc Slothington, friend of the channel. And Same to you. I want to say Doc Slothington is actually in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And his outfit was fascinating. Well, yeah. And he did really well, too. It was one of the uh, talking points. Mm-hmm. Was I didn't expect Doc to look like that. Yeah. But he looked great. By the way... One little bit of trivia for all of you guys. Uh, Santa Claus in Chinese is Shendang Jie Laoren, yeah. which means Christmas old man. Shendang Laoren, yeah. Yeah, Shendang Laoren. Uh, uh, yeah. Christmas old man. It's a, literally Christmas Christ- old man. I hope Christmas old man comes and visits you guys. Yeah, um, Christmas old man. All the best, yeah. Shendang Jie Kwai Le is from Allen mm-hmm. Lads. Thank you very much. That means Merry <laughs> Christmas. Um, Eastwood 400, thank you very much. Golden Age Flash, Merry Christmas. Winston and Matt, I served in the U.S. Armed Forces and I was an officer uh, with a Suriname. Uh, I guess uh, I, I think you had a bit of a yeah, mistype there. That's fine. I kid you not. That's cool. Wow, that's awesome. Book TW. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone, a happy Christmas and a new year for freedom. Thank you very much. Shengdan Kwaila and Xinyan Kwaila. Thank you yep. very much from Taiwan. Thank uh, you. <clears throat> David Lopan, best road trip ever in the US is to visit all three Meow Wolf locations on a single trip. Meow Wolf, what's that? When it comes from David, you always got to be a little careful. Yeah. Because you just never know what a Meow Wolf, an immersive art experience. I think I'll give that one a skip. Okay. You know, whenever I see art and it's attached to some kind of an event, Mm. usually bad. Sure. I mean, even if it's like nice art, you know, like Botticelli or whatever, it's still boring, you know, in an art gallery. But normally if it's some, if they say immersive art, you know, stay away. It's like, <laughs> you just know it's going to be some effed up stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. People using bodily fluids to make something or whatever. Yeah. Or it's going to be like, uh, it's going to be bad. Yes. I'll be seeing Harry Mack in Denver next year there. 
Who's Harry Mack? I don't know. I, you, David is the king of name dropping, something I'm guaranteed not to know. Yeah. Anyway, I just I stay away from things that have art in the name. Got you. Eo Hotorubi says, mm-hmm. glad I finally managed to catch you guys live. I mm-hmm. wanted to say thanks for all you guys do, and I wish your family a wonderful Christmas. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Same to you, mate. Rising Jam says, hey, lads. Uh, second time seeing you live from Austria. Cool. As little as I can give as a student. Thanks for informing me the past two years. If you need some sound design or soundtrack stuff, hit me up. Thank you very wow. much. We're always looking for sound stuff. Thank you. That's amazing. Uh, especially music. Appreciate it very much. Black Halo 6, shout out to the Discord. Yes. Uh, Black Halo 6 mod on Discord along with uh, uh, Doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, go join the Oh, yeah. Patron. Seriously, if, if you join, join any tier of the patron, you get access to the Discord server. Um, yeah. So please go ahead and uh, check it out if you're interested. Yes. Join our extended community. Pop in there once in a while. Yeah. Uh, KFAX, y'all ever had Malort? What's that? I don't know. Okay. I wonder how it compares to the Baijiu Hooch. It's probably mm. better. Uh, Lightseeker, hey, Jaunty, what's the body of water between the Republic of China and the PRC? I don't know. It's the Taiwan. Great. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's literally. Uh, nice. I can't read this. Katakana. Yes. That's okay. I, I learned. I'm you actually, I've seen it so many times that, give me a new ball sack for that. Congratulations. Okay. Hey, hey, Let's see the Watsons. Yeah. Uh, get me, get me all thirsty up in sure. here. Anyway. Millennial Chicken, Merry Christmas, lads. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Uh, here's to a promising and exciting 2023. And I can tell you what, 2023, I guarantee you is going to be an awesome one. Yeah. It's going to be like one of the best years you've ever had. All of you. It's one of the best years. I can feel it in my bones. My premonition is usually correct. Are they uh, now? Yeah, you don't think it's going to be one of the best years? I think it's going to be one of the best years. I think so. Yeah. I think it's possible. I reckon it will be. Yeah, I I do. I think there's going to be... Well, it's going to be an amazing year. It's going to be an amazing year. I know for China, it's going to be a bit of a tough one in the beginning. Sure, sure. But, um, I think for everyone. Once probably. once the, the, the devastation yes. is over, um, it's going to finally start to rectify. For sure. I think yeah. it's just going to be great. I want to wish everyone well. I think it's going to be yeah. great for everyone. I know there's going to be huge problems throughout the year, but I think Always for are. everyone, there's going to you're going to have some good spirit to help you keep going. It's going to be a good year. You got any uh, New Year's resolutions? I know it's, we're going to have a show before New Year, though. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that before because I had the time. Some, I had some ideas. Yeah. Um, where are we here? Let's move on. Which... So so we'll do the New Year's resolution in the next show. Okay. Because that'll be before New Year's, right? Yeah. All right. I uh, wish it could be more. Keep up the great work. All the best to you both. Thank yeah. you very much. Scott Bain, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Is that it? Thank you very much, guys. Okay. So we will have like a whole New Year's resolution thing in the upcoming show. We will be having our shows as per usual. So next week, Monday, we'll have Shaban Ho. We'll be here. So join us if you can. And um, we'll also be releasing videos on our other channels too. And yeah, of course. There'll be probably an ADB China. There is somewhere. an ADB China next week, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Be an ADB China. And uh, of course, the show on Friday. So we'll see you all there and hopefully uh, things will improve with regards to China. Anyway, we wish everybody over there who's currently undergoing this massive challenge to stay safe. Yes. Um, and uh, we wish all of you, because we won't see you until Christmas is over, a very Merry Christmas or holiday or whatever it is you do. And if you don't celebrate anything, just have a great weekend, you know? Anyway, uh, until next time, you know the drill as always. Stay awesome, and I will try not to cut myself off as usual. Let's do it. Five, four, three.